Let me get that intro. Blunts, gators, hand me my mink. On the east, ducking fans from a peephole. 1989, gang banging was at its peak. This the beat that make me reminisce on G4. Three summers before the chronic hit the streets. I would rather sling hand to hand to a fiend. Rapping on the side, trapping was priority. But every now and then, I go scoop my little thing. Pull up in my MC, banging new jack swing. Ooh, summertime time back in Long Beach. Passing one bottle, 40 ounce OE. I didn't have a dollar, but a nigga had a dream. Whipping over the stove, and a nigga gotta eat. Threw my raps in the garbage, fuck being an MC. Thank the Lord for Nick Dog, and thank God for Warren G. Funny how time flies when you highest me. I think I'm in the rough end. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Michael Dean Show. Uh, this is a special one. We just getting on the mic, breaking protocol. It's, it's holiday season. I know my guys are out there getting ready to spend time with their families. Uh, but we had to get in on this Chris Rock conversation. We wanted to get in on it while it was still hot. So uh, who do we got today? We got Big Sexy. And Sack is not here. <laughs> but shout out to him. Uh, he's out doing his holiday thing. But we do have Q-Storm. Sir, how are you? Well, I'm out in Indianapolis, freezing my behind off in 29 degree weather, trying to get this Aquaman review edited. My first review since damn near Mission Impossible Six. So, uh, oh, okay. yeah, that's what's going down with me. All right. Uh, also joining us is my man from the West Coast, <laughs> Mr. Ampoo. Sir, how are you? Chris Rock doesn't care about black people. Oh, he's setting the tone. Okay, <laughs> but but I'm all good. I'm all good. Trying to prep and figure out how I'm gonna deal with a one year old going on an airplane. Not gonna be fun times. Mm, mm, that's gonna be and your It's just gonna be daddy and baby flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. And I can already see the faces. They be like, "Is that dark skinned Negro kidnapping that white baby?" Wow, so, so if you if you hear any news, that's just me. And I'm a I'm a Mark. <laughs> when you listen to this, I might need your help because I'm wow. going to Arizona, and I don't know what they're gonna think when they see me with this light skinned baby. Wow. Well, there you go. Well, I I did it with a one year old in a stroller and a five-year-old and four pieces of luggage so i'm just saying by yourself yep okay I, i'm not gonna say i wasn't miserable but it happens all right well there you go let's get into some chris rock man let's get things started uh just gonna start off i want to play the clip itself so we're all on the same playing field and hopefully this will play okay and if I have to fix it and edit, I will. Here we go. <laughs> He's the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And then, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever. Oh, oh, amazing. I, I don't think he, he could do that. Oh, uh, I don't think he has those qualities. There's only two. I, I mean... No, not, you don't even understand. Really? You don't You don't really know him. Like, you, I've worked with him. No, like, you're a bit no, about, uh, no. I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two, these two. We say nigger on stage. On stage. <laughs> you guys don't. That's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's the difference, that's the difference between, like yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We, we say nigger on stage, you guys ways, don't. But that's definitely a pairing. 
Who, who we says say, nigger on stage? We don't. Well, you just you, did. Yeah, That's right. Uh, yeah. I'm, you and me say no, nigger no, I'm in not, private. No, no. These, two guys, <laughs> <laughs> these two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I've given it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's... <laughs> yeah. I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, I don't no. Think, no. Yeah, that's it. That's a huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, you've, said you've found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. All right. Now, <laughs> I, I remember yeah, was it yesterday, or earlier this morning, or something. Maybe it was today. I saw like the head. I saw like Chris Rock's name. I guess I saw it trending or something. I just like, eh. uh, I don't even want to. I'm not. I don't care. I just didn't look. But then I was like. Actually, let me go look and see what's going on. What they're talking about now. And I saw this clip. <laughs> and I just I sat back. I said, man, I know they're going to gonna go in on, on my guy on this one. Uh, this is on because on the surface. It's uh, it's kind of damning. You know, it's just like one of the it's like, damn. And see, the only we're going to get into this. We're going to get into it. I'm just going to say. First thing I want to say though is, if I, any any guys, any black people that I know, <clears throat> just regular civilian citizens, I'm not talking about celebrities and all that. Don't ever, 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 ever let them talk to you like this at the workplace and get the joking. It's not a good. I'm just telling you, don't don't let it go down. I know we be around people, we work for people, and we cool. But don't ever let it get that comfortable <laughs> where they just, because, listen, <laughs> some of them motherfuckers laughing a little too hard. <laughs> uh, wasn't that funny? So, uh, I don't know, man. But here's the thing. This clip comes from, I'm either seeing it's from 2011 or 2012. Uh, my thing to that is okay that's for fact those are facts that's great uh suspected coonery ain't got no time limit on it <laughs> i'm giving him I'm, I'm not saying i'm saying suspected but it, it, again that has no time limit to it i don't really i don't know if that should matter uh unless he's different now or you know I'm, i don't understand that argument again and I think uh, Ampu said something great online. Like, I don't know if this, this, that would sound like some of the people that were trying to sort of cape for Trump a little bit with the grabbing by the pussy comment. Like, well, that happened a long time ago. Uh, okay. Does that mean that he didn't say that back then? And it doesn't, I mean, well, you can't really, I don't know how that plays in anything. If it didn't just happen the last minute, then it doesn't matter. So I'm curious why people keep saying that. Um, but I don't want to take over the conversation. We're going to open this up and get into it. Q Storm. I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on this video clip that come out? Uh, short version, I really don't care. I don't have the time or the, I don't have the strength or the energy. Um, Chris Rock has done a whole routine that I thought was a brilliant routine about, you know, I love black people, but I hate me some niggas. So he... He says the word consistently. He says the word consistently in that bit. <clears throat> uh, Louis C.K. Well, let me back up. Here's my thing. 
And, and, and let me say this too, and this is hashtag jokes. <laughs> For some reason, I can see you sitting around with Bill Maher and, and that would pop off. I, I'm just playing, but go ahead. <laughs> well, like I say, like I say, uh, <laughs> it's okay, um, boss. Right. You mean I'm the just, niggas, not me. I'm just joking. We're going to get into it. Go I, ahead now. I'm just waiting till you finish. I'm That's sorry. Fine. I apologize. I am finished. All right. Um, the only time, well, first of all, the word bothers me when we use it with each other. And the word bothers me when racists use it, uh, use the word. Mm hmm. Louis C.K., I followed his comedy. I don't follow it too much anymore because he's not doing too much anymore since he got caught up. Mm. But Louis C.K. is not a racist. He's telling a joke. Hmm? Hmm. I'm not so sensitive. I'm not so sensitive that I'm going to let jokes bother me. But if David Duke or Trump or someone like that or someone that's a little side eyeish, if they use the word, I got a problem. Now, I personally want to ban the use of the word entirely. And I, I slip up every now and then too. But I don't want anybody using the word. Mm -hmm. All right. But if they want to use it as a joke to make a comment, a social comment, something like that. And if, if it's funny, I'm, I'm like, okay, let's move on. He said a joke. Let's move on. And can I did just it, ask did... you a question based off what you just said? Sure. So if I'm gathering what you said right, you don't you said you want to ban the word and we've talked about this word before you've talked about your sort of distaste for it mm -hmm. uh, immediately you use the word on this show repeatedly <clears throat> no, no i mean I it's a it, i used to want to show you repeatedly you've said <laughs> yes. this you have right i mean i know uh, that that, that is that ending. is with you saying that you don't like it but even you admit that you slip up on the show it hasn't been once and then it has been no, more than, on the show you've said yes, it on the show yeah. if you have yes you have not repeatedly. Yes, you have. You have. I'm not saying in the, I'm not saying at the, the same time, but I'm saying on there have been multiple shows when you have used this word. Have you not? I don't think I have. I don't think I, I know. I've used it behind the scenes. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I didn't know. Well, we were, uh, well know. let's be clear here. I didn't. Uh, behind the scenes or in front, you have used the word repeatedly. You just admitted to that, right? Not repeatedly, Mike. No. You, you just said behind the scenes, you used it i've used it but you're saying repeatedly it's not a did common you, did thing you use it more than word. once or twice i don't know why i have to nitpick this but did you have you used the n-word i don't know why we nitpick. i, I know so i'm just asking you to answer the question this. have you used the n-word repeatedly more than once or twice no you said no yeah i said no okay uh, okay i'll give you that <laughs> let's move forward okay. let's move forward <laughs> i want to get to my question <laughs> um so you, and, you know, we know who's we know about memory on this show because I was the one who spoiled Daredevil. Remember, <laughs> we saw how that turned out. But okay, go ahead. Right. So uh, again, to stay <laughs> focused. Um, so I'm and I'll let that I'll let that slide. Then if you don't want to admit to that, um, but we understand you. To, we understand. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nothing to admit to, but go ahead. Okay. So we understand your disdain for the word, right? That's true, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Remember that. What I wanted to ask you then, so are you saying that there is a limit to when that word is acceptable to you? If it is used by what you said, a racist, you know, you're not with that. But if it is used in a comedic situation, 
then you are okay with the n-word so is that what you just am, am i listening to you correctly if the if the joke is funny mm-hmm. and it makes me laugh and i know what place is coming from i'm cool okay so if, let me ask it, oh go ahead go ahead if it's a ra- if it's a racist if even if it's a racist comedian telling the joke right. no i'm not cool okay so then that means and you correct me if i'm wrong Thanks. please that means you are okay with the use of an, the n word then cuz you said you wanted to ban it or you mean did you only mean that you only want to ban racists from saying it and i'm asking for clarity okay i'm saying if you want to use the the word in a joke to make a social comment i'm okay and and it's funny and it has a point mm-hmm. i'm okay if you i don't like it when when we use the word with each other or people just casually throw it around that's what i have a problem Okay, you, you just introduced that into the conversation and you didn't say that before. Okay, I, I understand that. So if we use it in a joking, social commentary manner, it's okay with you? I suppose. Well, I suppose. You, you're the one said it. I'm asking you. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, every, every context is different. So I'm not, you can't sit here and say, are you going to accept it in every blanket I'm just situation asking you to acknowledge what you said, and I'm making sure I'm understanding you right. I'm not asking you to go line for line, person by person. You, you didn't say it that way, so I'm asking you just to clarify exactly what you said. I, I believe I have. So, that, so then that would be a yes as, as to fight my answer or fight the question. I'm not understanding. So yes, you would be okay with it if it is, as you said, a joke, social commentary, and, and you right, find it for- funny. That's important. For example, when Bill Maher used the word and he caught heat, I didn't have a problem with that at all. Okay. So, so I understand you. There are times when the word is acceptable to you. I understand. All right. So your overall feelings about this were what? I mean, it was cringeworthy for me only because it came out of nowhere. Uh, but I know that Louis C.K. and you know Louis C.K. doesn't know the rules. He was supposed to use the the G.A. version of the word. Oh, so you acknowledge there is a difference? <laughs> want to tell me there's a difference? No, you just said there's. there's a, a t- I know that people understand that, that there's a difference. I, I didn't say that. I said he, he used the G.E.R. version of the word. Sure. And we all know there's this ridiculous rule about G-E-R <laughs> versus G-A. Oh, okay. But you're adhering to the rule right now because you said he didn't he didn't adhere to the rule. So how could it be ridiculous if you're calling him out for it? I'm oh, I'm being sarcastic. I'm being oh, sarcastic. He's being commentary. You're being, you're, you're, being commentary. you're being you're being Draxian. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. Well, I mean, it was confusing the way you said it. He's probably so I'm when asking I, you to yeah. clarify. But go ahead. So he used the ER, and you were saying what about that? He was he was using it to be funny. He was using it to say, "Oh, I I took it as he's using it referring back to Rock's routine mm-hmm. about niggers versus black folks." That's what I took it as, and he said "nigger." That I just remind me because I don't remember. Did Rock use the ER difference in his? That was told. That was the sarcasm I was using. No, he did not. That's oh, okay. why I'm saying Louis C. Louis C.K. is not. He's not navigating that minefield the way he should have. So he just knows niggers. That's 
essentially. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He don't know nothing. <laughs> he don't, as well, you said, he, don't, you said, I, he I, doesn't I, know I, the minutiae between the, and all, you know, it's just a nigger. That, I, well, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know what he knows. I'm just telling you what I think. Well, you, I you think. say I he's can't. not a racist, so you know that much about what he knows, right? Yeah, that's true. So you don't know what he knows. No, I don't know what he knows. Well, you know somewhat that I, you you say that. You accept that he's not a racist, so you know that much about him in terms of the context of this word. But I don't see the relevance in the G-E-R versus G-A. I, I don't either. You brought it up. You brought it up. <laughs> I just asking you, since you brought yeah. it up, I was saying, oh, you understand there is a difference. The only relevance is what the I, that you let, brought let, up. Let me be clear. Let me be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this out so that you can understand. Okay. I understand that people believe there's a difference, but I think either G A or G E R both are at both are destructive. Okay, I can understand. But I know I know the rule. The rule is that there's there's supposed to be a difference. I got. It. I don't buy. I, so I my acknowledging that doesn't mean I agree with it or accept it. Understood. Understood. So, uh, and again, I are going back and forth. I forgot. Now maybe some of the listeners may have forgot. Your overall feelings of it were what again? It, I, I said it was cringeworthy, mm. but it was mostly for me. The cringe factor only came because I knew that people were digging this up and they were going to make a big stink about it when there's nothing. Well, we have other things to really be concerned about. Oh Lord, got it, got it. And let me ask you this before we go to Ampu: What did you think of Chris Rock in this clip? Um, and, and also, I'm sorry, let, bad host. Let me add the second part to this question. And what would you have done in this situation? I probably, I probably would have done what uh, a little funnier version of what Seinfeld did when he said, um, "I don't think you can do that." I probably would have, in a humorous way, probably would have smacked them back a little bit. Okay. And and then what did you think about Chris? I mean, listen, like I said, Chris Chris Rock is Chris Rock. I mean, he, he can do whatever he wants to do. I don't really care. I mean, I don't think he was cooning necessarily because, again, I don't think Louis C.K. said it in a racist or hurtful way. So to me, I'm seeing four comedians. Now, Rick, well, that's another story, but I see four comedians sitting there talking to each other mm-hmm. and comedians, some, comedians go in. I mean, I've heard the N-word come out of white comedians' mouths and black comedians' mouths. So it's to me, it's not that big a deal. And I'm assuming Chris Rock is of the same mind. Okay, understood. And lastly, did you find this funny? Uh, it made me laugh a little bit. Interesting. You know, it it made me laugh. What, you know what really, made me, <laughs> what really made me laugh was the fact that they were all trying to dance around it. That's what made me laugh. And to me... That w- that made it kind of like I'm not gonna say brilliant, but that was that's what that word does. That's the comedy of the word when comedians use it in some cases. You said they were but dancing you, around it. What, what do you mean by that? Well, he says the word, mm-hmm. and then they all they all realize it's a minefield, and then just the, the conversation after that, how they try to kind of clean it up. That was what was funny about it. Mm. But did you specifically think Louis C.K.'s initial nigger was funny when he brought it up? 
I thought, I, I, yeah, I thought it was funny because he's talking to Chris Rock, who did that routine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, this is where I got to dig in. How how was Chris Rock's routine brought up for him for you to be saying that's what he's talking about? Because he saw, I assume Louis C.K. saw the routine, and when he's saying that word, he's referring, he's doing a callback to that routine. Okay, so I asked the question again. In the clip you saw, where was Chris Rock's routine brought up for you to say, well, he's talking about Chris Rock's routine? Let me, let me, and I'll say again, him using the word with Chris Rock in the room in his presence is the callback to the existence of Chris Rock's routine. So you can agree with me that in the clip you saw, Chris Rock's routine was not brought up at all. It was brought up in context with Louis C.K. I mean, that, you're, that's sort of an assumption. I'm saying how? <laughs> how? I've, I've, well, I've answered the question three times. Wait, wait. I don't so, know how I was answering. So anytime somebody's in the room with Chris Rock and they say nigger, they're talking, to, they're referencing Chris Rock's routine? That's your statement? No. No, so how was it brought, so how was Chris Rock's routine brought up? Because the only thing I, saying is, well, he said nigger, so he must be talking about Chris Rock's routine. But I'm you like, you got how? a room, you got a, you have a room of four comedians. I'm sure Louis C. Louis C. K. and Chris Rock are friends. He's seen Chris Rock's act, and comedians are on a different wavelength, and he knows what Chris Rock <laughs> is about, so he used the word. Okay, but nobody else, Chris Rock didn't mention his routine, Seinfeld didn't mention his routine, Ricky Gervais didn't mention his routine, and Louis C.K. didn't mention his routine. So I'm still trying to understand how is this, how is Louis C.K. saying nigger, oh, it's about Chris Rock's routine. To me, it sounds like you're giving him a pass. I can't really help you to understand. I don't know. I'm sure there are other people that understand what I'm saying. You don't. Well, well I so think. You're have, I, I mean, you, we can. You have to live with that. Yeah, we can, and we can play it again. But it, it, it kind of like you're sort of giving him the benefit of the doubt to assume that's what he's obviously talking about. And and I could argue with that, and I could see your point that that might be the case. But I think, and we can watch it again. I don't think it's actually mentioned in there. Again, you said earlier you don't know what. Louis C.K. thinks about, but this point you do know that you're assuming that this is what he probably was meaning. He wasn't saying it to be either a racist or just talking slick. He was making a reference to Chris's comedic beat bit. That, that's what you're saying. I'm, say, I'm not saying that's the fact. I'm not saying that's the well, fact. I'm saying perhaps that's one of the reasons he mentioned that word. Oh, well, now perhaps, right. Okay. Yeah, you kind of changed. Right, I know you're gonna say we're being Draxian hey, hey, and all that. I get that, but it, you no, did I, just kind of throw, I, I, that, wait, throw that word hold on, hold on, in there again. But go ahead. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Okay. What I'm saying, I'm not gonna do this. What I said was that I, I never at one point said that's what I said. Louis C. I don't know what he's thinking. So anything I say subsequent to that is speculation. I'm not saying. Right. That's what I was saying. I, I said you you can assume that, but I said, but to his point, he was making a particular point. In the clip, it doesn't say that. That's all he was saying, and then you were saying, "Well, I assume this is why he's probably doing." That's correct. Right, right. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so I don't, well, I don't know. Well, why, let's move on then. Uh, okay, you were the one who wanted to clarify. Um, and no, po- you, oh, you had a lot of questions for me. I'm trying to answer them, and, and you did. You did. And I thank you for that. Aunt Pooh, what is your thoughts on this? Well, I already canceled Chris Rock when. 
um, at Kanye West album party, he was the host. And you got some people may say, well, that doesn't mean anything. The company you keep, Chris Rock was putting Kanye West on a stage. Chris Rock was there front and center, big up in Kanye West, his music, him as a person. Mind you, Kanye West is the person that said slavery is a choice. Um, MAGA hat makes me feel like Superman up there cooning. And I don't really like saying cooning, but dude was cooning for Donald Trump, telling pretty much telling black folks to pull themselves up from the bootstraps. And there was Chris Rock co-signing. So right there, he lost me. I'm like, really, Chris Rock? That's who you choose to align your brand with? That guy? And I saw the clip. And for me, much like Bill Maher, where he's talking to somebody and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you know what would be funny? House nigger. Yeah. Louis C.K. decides to bring up, yeah, oh, so when you say the blackest people, you mean I'm a nigger. Oh, so you get, oh, I'm a nigger. And to me, it just goes to Louis C.K., I would say you should know better, but the dude was jerking off in front of women, so clearly he don't know better. Whoa. <laughs> well, we'll just keep it. Okay. Keep it I, I, I'm not arguing with you. Like Suppose, that's supposedly a fact. I suppose. No, it's not supposedly. He admitted that. Oh, There's okay. no supposedly when out of his, he wrote a letter <laughs> saying hey. that yeah, I, what you heard is true. Ain't no capes so, over here. I don't cape for no funny business. So I, yeah. I, so no, I can't assume he knows better, but he should know better that it is unacceptable to be saying that wrong, especially in front of a black man. Regardless of their relationship, you are on television and you're saying that when somebody's saying you know what you're just you're the blackest person blackest white person i know again blackest white person i know maybe he maybe he likes hip-hop maybe he dates black women but does that mean automatically oh nigger yeah i'm a nigger yeah yeah and chris rock to be like yeah you are that just looks at me i'm like well i already saw how just how shitty you keep your friends and how shitty you act, how you give a pass to bullshit racist behavior. So I'm like, yeah, this just only confirms who Chris Rock is. And Ricky Gervais, who I've never really been much, that much of a fan of, I, I admit, you know, when he hosted the Golden Globes and he went at everybody, I thought it was funny, but he just joined in like, oh shit, I get my nigger say pass. Cool. And I can't believe I'm actually, and I just shitted on Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> last week. And that's the only one who has some sense. However, he didn't have enough. I don't know if this was live. Maybe it was. I don't think it was live. But he didn't have enough sense to be like, yo, cut that shit out. I don't want to see it a lot of day. No, let me be on my Trump. Make sure that, <laughs> that's just off the record. So to me, it's just like all of them look bad. You know, people want to give Jerry Seinfeld some proof, but uh, some props. But Jerry Seinfeld didn't say, yo, stop. Yo, I don't know what the fuck y'all on, but let's cut this. So he ain't getting that much of a props for me. And like I said, Louis C.K., I've been like, fuck that dude. Chris Rock, fuck you, because you're supposed to be a black man, black representative in the room, and you just like, you ain't checking none of that shit. So, yeah, canceled. I, I want to play this again, because there's something I thought I heard, and I want to make sure that I heard it right. So I just want to play a little bit again to get clarity. So bear with me. He's the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And then, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker... You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man <laughs> I have ever... Oh, oh, amazing. I, I don't think he, he could do that. Oh, what? Uh, I don't think he has those There's qualities. Only two. You I, I, I mean, 
that I'm No, you don't even understand. Really? You don't you don't really know him like you, I've worked with him. No, like you're been no. about uh, no. I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two these I want to stop right there. At that point, it sounds like Lewis was like, you're a bit about that. I think he was about to probably reference the Chris Rock thing, right? I don't know if you, if you guys caught that. We say that nigger on stage. On stage. <laughs> you guys don't. That's a, yeah. It's yeah, that's the difference, that's the difference that's between, like, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, that's the part I wanted to hear. He well, said, we say <laughs> nigger on stage, but you guys don't. And he was pointing to Chris Rock and Seinfeld. Now, I don't know his. I've never seen his comedic comedic stuff. I'm not judging him. You mean Louis C.K. and Chris Rock? Uh, Louis C.K. I. It seems like he was saying he and that other white dude used nigger on stage, or was he talking about Chris Rock? I thought that was Ricky Gervais saying that y'all use it on stage, we don't. And he was pointing to Louis C.K. and Chris Rock. Uh, and there's actually video of Louis C.K. saying not only nigger but faggot as well. Okay, well, so my thing is this. I don't know their comedic stuff because I've never seen any of these guys' stuff. Only ones I've ever actually seen is Chris Rock. Not that I'm not a fan of Seinfeld. I just never seen it. Uh, but here's my own... The real problem I have with this thing <clears throat> is... And, and to me, it's required to actually see this because there's a lot of visual things going on, particularly with Chris Rock, which... I would imagine a lot of black people that's really in like corporate and business settings sometimes when you're dealing with different people, you know that that little stance and that kind of hesitation because I can see it in Chrissy. He picks up that drink and you can tell, at least my opinion, you can tell he, he, he realizes, yo, this motherfucker done said some shit and okay. And there's a lot of things going on in his mind. I can tell. He's, he's quickly processing it and sort of he's playing it off. You know, he's <laughs> you know, he's playing that off because he knows this is on camera. He understands who he is. But I also know he understands these guys here. These are my peers. You know, I want to be in the room with I'm at the table, that, that whole little thing. And sometimes we see this at our jobs. And Hey, you know, in certain little kind of slick comments that may not even be meant as offensive but because they just don't understand i think it was q to say he may not know you know you you've, you've you've been in those situations before oh did you see the uh I, yeah i don't know i'm just gonna make that the cardi b thing man that was great. what do you think about that q huh oh ha. um you know i don't i you know that rap stuff uh you know, sort of that whole assumption that you know all about these sort of black, so-called black things. <sighs> and we just kind of laugh it off. To me, that's how this read. Because there's no... Yeah, this is jokes. But when white dudes nigger, and they, <laughs> yuck, 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 and they get the, they're laugh, laughing a little hard. <laughs> you know, he's like, ah. Uh, okay, let me play. Can I, can I get my... Thoughts on I'm gonna let you cut in. I'll let you jump in a second. So I have more of a problem with my man Chris. You know, again, everyone handles things differently, and I can, you know, I hate to say, well, I know what I would have did. I don't step to that. But the thing is, we gotta be careful. As and this is, he's a man, so I'm gonna do it from a man's point of view. 
when they're talking over the top greasy. Now, again, we let comedians have passes. So I'm going to take that this is somewhat of a performance because they must all know this is on camera. And I get that aspect of it. But sometimes for me, there's things that I would let slide because that's the nature of like being a comedian. It's a written rule, unwritten rules. And then there's me as a black person <laughs> and may circumvent all of that other bullshit. Sometimes like, I'm going to be black first on certain things. Cause that's, we don't get too, let's not get too crazy. So to me, the only thing I would have been like, even if he let that slide right then, after the camera's cut off or something, hey, my man, ah, I know we telling jokes and stuff, and but there's there's always going to be a line. You ain't going to talk about my mom's if, if they passed away, or you're going to talk about my children or something. You're not going to have me out there looking crazy and you just running off with the N-word talking wild. That It don't play. I, I don't know if 2011, I guess, that played back then. Again, I don't run in those circles, so they never played for me. But again, I'm not in the Hollywood world. I don't know how they, how they operate, how brothers have to, you know, bow down to certain things. But ain't no way in hell <laughs> you're going to be cracking, oh, the nigger. And then <laughs> on camera and I'm the only black dude in there and you all have me looking funny. Nah, man. So that's the only thing I can is Chris. He going to have to say something. Now, I'm curious to see what he say today or now times. Is he going to be like we comedians and y'all tripping or is he going to or, or what? I, I, I'm. But to me, how it plays, you tap dance. It's a. It's a tap dance, and again, everyone will say, well, again, I don't know nothing about Louis C.K., I don't know nothing about Seinfeld or who the other gentleman in there, I don't know nothing about him, so I don't know if that's their normal get down. I do, I, I, I saw the game of Seinfeld right now where what he said, he immediately understood money first <laughs> and how this will play, and he backed it, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna throw me in this bullshit now. I tip my hat to because yeah, just laugh one just, for, just on a on the level of pure game, I get it. Like he he had more game about himself than Chris Rock did, which again blows my mind. I don't understand where the shucking and jiving and yuck yucking circumstances. You know, even the is is Steinfeld is Jew, right? He's a, he's a Jew man. Yes, he is. Even he recognizes. Did you say he's a Jew man? Is that what you said? Yeah, isn't he Jewish? I never heard the term Jew man. Before. Oh, I might have just made that up. You you heard it now, but I'm asking you. He is Jewish, right? I'm sorry. He's Jewish. Again, I don't. I, y'all use the <laughs> cis term and all that. He's a man. I, that's why I'm old school. So he's a Jew man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. I stop saying Jew man. <laughs> hey man, I'm old, so I'm sorry. Um, but see, the thing okay, is, I'm he, and he. I feel you. Thank you. But he recognizes game. But and here's the funny thing, and it's not actually funny, but it's probably this is a fact. I can guarantee you, if it's somehow the conversation, uh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know what a Jewish slur would be. I'm just gonna take the Michael Jackson example. If one Ricky Gervais and them was, ah, man, would kite me, you guarantee this clip wouldn't have seen the light of day, because they're not playing that. They, that same joke. That he said, let's just call it a joke, right? 
that same joke if it was geared toward Seinfeld's background, guarantee you wouldn't even see that clip. Cause that ain't that ain't right. It ain't yuck yuck yuck. It's like motherfucker. Do you want to your career when you want your career be over? You put that. You ain't gonna put that shit out. So we gotta be very careful. We always be the. We always the. Again, I'm gonna go with y'all say it's the joke. We're always the butt of the joke. But I guarantee you, they're not gonna ever be the butt of the joke <laughs> to pull up some clip five, six years later and then cape on it. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I guarantee if he even if he said something about gays or something, they probably he's canceled. Wouldn't even be no argument. So I, I just feel like we should just have the same code where shouldn't be no argument with us either. Damn if we say it or not. Like, I'm going to use Q's example. If it's a joke and you find it funny, they don't, they don't take them as jokes. They just cancel. We, we don't not respect. So I just said, we, we got to have that same, same energy. But again, man, uh, Chris... You looking, you looking kind of wild, and it, I think it's because he looked wild because a lot of us hold him up on a pedestal, right? We we reference a lot of his uh, routines because he be having dropping a lot of good game, and some of them, right? And so to see him in a position where it looks like he's bowing down, it you know it just doesn't play right. So, but you were gonna say something, Q? Go ahead. Well, I want to say a few things. Um, this is all subject to interpretation. Now, if you two choose to interpret it as Chris Rock was cooning or he was looking crazy, that's fine. If other people want to choose to interpret it, is that he just didn't get offended because Louis C.K. is a friend of his. He knows Louis C.K. is not a racist. He knows Louis C.K. didn't say it in an offending manner. I'm not sure why that's fine. Why that's not fine either. The second thing is, why isn't there that same energy for saying, well, Chris Rock, he should have shut Louis C.K. down. Why isn't it that same energy when it comes to our popular music, our cult, our, our culture, uh, how we're portrayed on TV, how we portray ourselves? Why isn't it? Why isn't that as critical to shut down? Because I did say, I would want the whole wor the word banned across the board. But you also so said that why, if it was a joke, it's acceptable to you. So you can't be across the board if you have exceptions, right? Right. But I'm back to people who are offended. Why are you offended by a joke, but you're not offended when you hear it in our music and in our in, uh, in our popular culture? Why, why are you not offended? I can answer that question if you like. Okay. Um, because most of the times when I hear it in our culture, and I'm going to stick with music, it's not... Uh, a lot of times it was done in and protest or making a point, right? I'm talking about NWA. I'm talking about Ice Cube. I'm talking about Tupac. I'm talking about um, every nigga ain't a nigga. Every brother ain't a brother. I'm talking about Chuck D. I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times it's used for reasons. Uh, I don't know if you're talking about, again, I don't listen to these types of music, so I don't know what they be saying. I'm curious to how you do. But if it was some like buffoonery rapping and this nigga's word, I don't listen to that, so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't listen to anything that don't have no point to it. Just as as you mentioned earlier, your line in the same point would be if it's funny, and it has social commentary, right? So to me, a lot of the rap has social commentary. It may not always be funny, but some of it will be funny. Uh, you know, Richard Pryor or a lot of the comedians 
or when it's used in movies like Friday or some of those comedic movies to me and it's told from the point of view of the culture it, yeah it's funny now that's why I think it's okay again I personally have no problem with white people saying the word right because we've talked about that ad nauseum on the show you have a right to do whatever you want to do again uh, as human beings we have to understand the rules of the universe there are cause and effect <laughs> so as much as you have the, I say everyone has the right to do it you can't be mad that the universe has a right to give you a consequence for your actions and every action but, has a consequence so I have no problem with anybody saying the word so when you say well I don't have that same energy I do have the same energy again I said I have a problem with Chris Rock <laughs> Letting somebody tell that to him personally. Well, he, I don't know any people. I'm not friends with any white people who would even dare say that. And I know some white dudes who I would consider damn more down than some brothers. But they know because they so much respect black people and they understand they would never let that word come out their mouth. Right. So that's well, my at least answer. to you. Well, again, that's true, but what you mean? that's that's all I can mean. Because like what they say, not me not being there, is something totally different. But well, uh, speaking to the Takashi, he was the one that used the N word recently, right? He said, "I want somebody to tell me I can't." A lot of people do have a problem with that, but again, he's got the right to say it. I guarantee you, when he's sitting in that prison cell, he ain't saying it. They're getting at him. So people can say what they want to say. You just have a consequence for your actions, just as this clip has a consequence. Well, so but, but it, okay, let me let me. I'm just trying to sure. put some logic to this. If you're saying that you're okay with people, white people saying the word as long as they understand the consequences, mm -hmm. why are you then saying, well, Chris Rock should have put him aside after the camera stopped rolling and said, "Yo, partner, that's not going." down like that why, why should Chris why because it's a thing called respect him? right that's the thing that's lost well, a how, lot of people you, but, but, you gonna let me answer the question you but, go ahead but chris doesn't feel disrespected so why right well you're you asking me my opinion that he doesn't feel that way right so can i give you my answer again well people are saying he should be canceled P people say what people are saying that he should be canceled oh okay because right. he didn't do that right so you would disagree with those people that he should be canceled? Yeah. What does that mean? Isn't that the term Ant used just earlier? So you were talking he about can't... me. Well, you, you and other people, you and other people who don't like what Chris said. So, well, again, people have the right not to patronize people. That's their pro that's they prerogative. Huh? I don't care. <laughs> it ain't my money. I'm not spending no money on Chris Rock. I gave it to you that. But that, but if you want to, that's your business. Uh, but my, my question was. So you would disagree with those people? You no. feel like, hey, Chris doesn't have to have to shut him down. Oh no, no, uh, no! He, I don't, he, I, I don't disagree with them. Again, if people want to ban, if people want to ban, that's their choice. That's the consequences of that situation. That's their choice. They can cancel so, whoever so they still, want to. So you're still a Chris Rock fan. You're not canceling. Chris I, Rock. I've never bought a Chris Rock thing in my life. But you're still a fan. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I define what I fan means. I I I appreciate I, I Chris never, Rock. I, I appreciate I him. I, right. So that's why I say when you say fans, like you ain't supporting the nigga. So how you a fan? But do I appreciate Chris Rock? Yes. Uh, do I wish nothing but greatness for him? Of course. 
that's all I know of Chris Rock other than what I see, but I ain't never paid no money. I haven't really, you know, I just, I'm just talking. I'm not a supporter of Chris Rock. I ain't put a dime in his plate. You've never seen any of his movies? Not that I rent to go rent or buy, no. What now? I've never bought a ticket or rented his movies that I can remember. I've watched them on TV. But most of his movies are trash. No, no, I did see his movie. Wait, wait, wait. I, I take that back. I saw a Top 10. Is that what it's called? Top 5. Top 5. Yeah, I like that. Glad That's the only movie of his you ever saw. I've seen his other ones. I don't think I went to the theater to go see them. That's my, you know what I'm saying? I saw him on but TV you, or something. Okay. You rented, you did, so you saw him on network TV. <laughs> I, I, as I said earlier, I don't think I've ever paid or rented his movie other than this last one with Rosario. Well, I don't know if that was his last one, but the one with Rosario Dawson. I did see that. I liked it. I think we did a review on that. Uh, but I've never went to his comedy shows. I've never bought anything else of him. So I, when I say I'm not a fan of his, I ain't put no money in his pocket, but I wish him nothing but success. So you had to put money in people's pocket to be a fan of them? Okay, where are you going? What are you talking about? I just like, said I don't going? support. I said, as I asked you, I was trying to tell you what a fan meant to me. I don't really support him in terms of putting money in it, but I wish him nothing but success. Now, I don't know if that fits into your definition. You tell me. So, so the next, so the next time he comes out with a movie or something like that, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be like, Let, let's let's pick it, let's uh, let's pick it that movie. What is it called? I ain't never, uh, why would I pick it any movie? I ain't, I don't I'm make no asking, money off I'm of that. Asking. Well, do, do I ever say asking. I was gonna boycott anything? Is that my PO? I don't, I don't get down like that. I'm not. I, if anything, if I see the trailer and it looks like it's some trash, I ain't gonna spend my money on it. Okay, Mike. All right. Okay. <laughs> Again, I have nothing against Chris Rock, personally. Uh, I just said in this clip, it looks bad for him. In my opinion, as a man, he needs to stand up once people were saying that funny shit to him. And I can tell it was funny to him because of the way he was maneuvering, acting, you know, okay. kind of sipping that tea and all that. I know well, it, it didn't just roll off him <laughs> like it wasn't nothing. That's why I said you have to see this thing first. Now, again, some of you brothers... If that's your get down, have at it. But I know for me personally, one, I don't even associate with people that would talk greasy like that. And if they did, I'm going to be the first one. I'm not going to be all ready to fight or nothing, but I'm going to be very clear. My man, that ain't it. I don't know where you listen to too much hip hop. Don't let the music and the jokes fool you. I'm not going to come at you crazy, but you can be out on the street and say that, man, you might get hurt. You better start thinking first where you at, because everyone ain't going to be cool with that. That's a dangerous word. Yeah, you can say it, but understand there's going to be consequences for that. And again, I give you a real life example. I was at a when I worked at Amazon. You know, I'm in an HR sort of position managerial and I'm dealing with one of their uh, top dudes. And it was a, he's a cool dude. I'm not going to say his name. We were having a meeting. And uh, I don't know what we were talking about. He was, he was one of these guys that was coming into, he just kind of got hired. And so he's kind of bringing his style and how he gets down. And I already had mine. And so it was, a, you know, that's a little bit of pushing back a little bit. He was trying to feel each other out. And I didn't really know him. I just know he was a younger dude, younger white dude. And we were talking. And he was like, 
he's he's been he's used to being in a position where he's kind of being authoritative and this is what we're gonna do and blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, man, cool. And I had my guys that was kind of under me with me, right? And the last thing he said, he said, and this is what you're gonna do, Mike, attaboy. Now, at the time, I, I, I'm gonna take, I, I guess I can take the <laughs> L or whatever. But for me, that didn't go over too well. Cause I didn't, but I didn't understand uh -huh you know his background and what he meant by that i just heard this like at a boy i heard it a whole different way right from because i was older I, you know i'm black i have my own little issues whatever so i heard him say that to me i was like did this mother i looked back at one of my guys and they was like oh i was like hey man <laughs> let's get something clear here partner I can be the so, best. I can be, hey, Jeff, and, you know, I'm here, you know, corporate and all that, but don't, you know, I say, hey, man, you know what? This meeting is over, B, because you're going to, the other Michael, you know, there's, you know how we, we, we go to work, we talk and act a certain way, and we with our buddies, we act a certain way. That other sort of codified person was about to, to come out, and I didn't want to mess up my situation. I said, hey, man, let me, let's go ahead and cancel this. I'll get back with you. I was hot <laughs> and I went to the main HR dude there he was a cool cat uh, I don't know if he was like I don't know what he you would call him a people of color uh, he wasn't black dude he was like Hispanic or maybe Philippine or something but real cool dude I'm not gonna say his name he's a real good guy and he was older dude like me and I said hey man this is the situation da 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 and he said this, man. I said, hey, man, you need to talk to him, man, before I, I talk to him because I can't let that ride, man. This is this not, that ain't how it works. And, and then my superior, a white lady, she was off the rip, was like, you need to talk, you need to go, not talking to me, she said, you need to talk to him about that because I'm not going to have him talking to Michael like that, blah, blah. And I was just like, man. But then we got all in the same room together. And my man, he was breaking it down. And and I realized he didn't mean, he wasn't being funny style. He explained to me, like, hey, that's what's, you know, we'd talk like that. That's not a thing. And I didn't realize that type of language would affect, you know, I don't come from that. And I understood that, he, you know, he didn't mean anything by it. And I have since heard other people say that, not to me, but in a different situation. And they were said it the same way he said it. And they weren't, and it was, they weren't talking to a black person. And I realized certain people, that's how they talk. I had to be like, ah, okay. Everything, you know, I was triggered. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't understand. I just, oh, you, what? You know, but I'm just, I say all that to say when stuff like that happens, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the docile, get along to go along. Even if it's, and again, that wasn't the N word. That was on. I was wrong. I was misreading, you know, I was misreading it. So I can only imagine if, if a person had the balls to come out and say that it would be on and popping. And I, and I'll tell you this, even if a black person said that in a business type of situation, off with your happy, bro, what the fuck are you, who are you talking to, man? Are you crazy? You know, so that's all I'm, excuse me, last month, but that's all I'm saying about Chris Rock. I just, I'm not shocked that Lewis and all, you know, I don't know about them dudes. I assume that's what they say behind the closed door. 
<laughs> that ain't nothing surprising me. Just the fact that they would have the balls enough to say in front of his face tells me a lot. And that they immediately yuck yucking and he hesitatively, I'm making up a word, in my opinion, he hesitatively yuck yucks with them because I see, you know, he's playing that, okay, you know, he's playing that side of the thing. And I'm just like, eh, it doesn't look very well to me. Again, some of y'all, that's how you get down. I ain't mad at you. Do you? I just personally, if you in real life and you have them talking to you greasy like that and they try and they try to use an excuse, well, it's in your music. Hey, man, don't be mad. That's all I can say. That. I mean, that's I'm not with it. I ain't with it. But hey, man, salute to Chris Rock. <laughs> The, See, if you say so. I mean, and, and in terms of all the quote-unquote black Twitter and all that, listen, the people are going to do what the people do. That's the nature of the game. You can't be a celebrity or be in public if you're going to be like, oh, we got better things. Well, then, you know, you have a better thing. Then don't be on Twitter then because you ain't going to control what the Internet do. All you can control is what you do. So if you don't like it, then log the fuck off and don't look at it. But you're not going to stop. <laughs> the, message. Rest the, the rest of the world from doing whatever they want to do. That's the nature. That's the charge it to the game. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hey, we can chew bubble gum. What do they say? You can do two or three times. I can be outraged about many things. I, we got a mind. <laughs> and I got, what's, what's my man? And here's a, I use, I'm going to use a, a funny clip to, to reference that. Because today I got time. And that was the, that was the blackest white boy. And he, again, I guess now now if he was the one who said it in the clip, maybe I could understand it. Cause he looked like he is he is the blackest, uh, ignorantest ass nigga, white nigga wigger that I've ever seen in my life. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead, y'all. Go ahead, do your thing. You got something to say, Q? And <clears throat> no, other than what I've said, I, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm offended by racists. Mm-hmm. I'm not offended by non-racists. Okay. You know, I, I, I know what battles to fight. I'll fight those battles. Uh, if you know, if someone said "attaboy" to me, I would think, "Wow, that's odd that he would say that." But I know I've heard the phrase many times. It's it's more of an old-fashioned phrase, mm-hmm. yep. but I know he's not. I know he, I know he's not calling me boy, so I'm like, I'm not gonna look crazy out here. Like I don't know, I don't have any distinction or discernment. So I'm like, same thing with Louis C.K. Uh, he's talking about. I think I think he's referring to Chris Rock's routine, mm-hmm. and, and that that is evidenced by the fact that Ricky Gervais says. You two say it on stage, so he must be referring to that routine, or he's referring to another routine that Chris Rock's, where Chris Rock said the word. Right. And Louis C.K. knows uh, Chris Rock's work, so it's like, can we actually focus on the battles that matter? That's that's where I stand. Okay, well, let me let me push back on that. You just said Ricky Gervais said you two two. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock and Louis C.K. say nigger on stage. Right. So how are you saying when how are you saying Louis C.K. when he said nigger? Oh, he's referencing Chris Rock's uh, performance when by your words quoting Ricky Gervais, 
Louis C.K. says nigger on stage. And there's actually video of him. And there's actually video of him doing a routine saying nigger on stage. Well, let me answer so your question. So to me, it would uh, Okay. Seem, you don't want me to answer your question? No, I'm not done speaking. To me, well, you it take would it. Seem, Go ahead. Yes, that's cool. I know. To me, it would seem that Louis C.K. And now you're answering your own question. Can you let this man finish great. so he can? So to me, to me, it seems that Louis C.K. is very comfortable saying nigger in private and public by Ricky Gervais, who you just quoted. So I'm still trying to understand how you're so willing to give this white man a pass. Well, I'll answer it again. I know Louis C.K. is not a racist. I've never heard him use that word. You don't know that, that word. but you're saying it. I get you it. want me to answer the question or not? I want you to be factual. You don't know. You want me to answer the question or not? I want you to be factual. You want me to answer you the don't question? Know it. I just said. Don't, I, though. I, you don't. Are you going to shut up so I can answer the damn question or not? Hmm. That's okay. I don't have to. That's cool. So, yeah. If you just want to score a point. If you just want to score a point and not listen. No, because you're not. You're not okay, letting cool. me allow so me to listen. We can, we can move on. But now, yeah, but now yeah. I want to answer the. Now I want to answer the question. <laughs> you got a problem? Go ahead and answer, man. Louis C.K. is not a racist. Louis, I, Louis C.K. is not a racist. He hasn't done anything that evinces that he's a racist. He knows Chris Rock. He knows Chris, Chris Rock's routine, and we're talking about him using the word in that scenario, in that environment right there. Now, what he says on stage, I don't know. I can't account for. I have to hear it. I've never heard him say it on stage. I've seen three of his acts. I've watched his, uh, I watched his latest show, and I've never heard him use the word the N word, as far as I can remember. So, in the context of that room. I think he's using it in reference to Chris's performance where he said the N-word on stage, where Chris said the N-word on stage. Hold up. Here, Q, I want you to take a look at this. And she said, you've never seen it. I'm going to go ahead and put this in. So now you can't say you've never seen it. I don't know. What are you talking about? Oh, Louis C.K. saying the N-word. So there's the video. Okay, but this, you know, this is a audio program so yeah i know but i'm just letting him know i'm letting the, the people know chris q say he's never seen louis ck say nigger on stage here's a video clip of him saying nigger on stage well, what are you proving did i say that he never said it i said i've never seen it yeah i but, didn't say he never said but it. you you were saying it in a way that like it, it, it's not true it doesn't exist i've never seen it so like, well that's you your, your interpretation it. again well you interpreted louis ck not being a racist so i can interpret no that. no I said that I've never heard him say it. That does not mean I'm saying he's never said it. Do you know the difference? Okay, so now that you have the video, are you going to take a look at it? And, and no. Says nigger. Go ahead, play it. Go ahead and play it. Here, I'll play try it. to play some of this. I, I've never seen this before either, so I don't know how. This is, says five minutes. We ain't going to do no five minutes, so. So, faggot. I don't know. A lot of words that are... They're not bad words. No words are bad. But some people start using them a lot to hurt other people, and then they become bad. They become hard to use. And there's words that I love that I can't use because other people use them wrong to hurt other people. Like the word cunt is a beautiful word. To me, there's just beauty in that word. And I don't, I mean aesthetically. It's, it has, it's like chocolatey and round on the ends. I just like the, I'm, I just like the way it sounds. 
and I don't use it as an insult. I, I, I'm alone in the laundry. I'm like, tons, tons. I just like saying it. I would never call a woman a cunt, except for my mom, because she likes it for some weird reason. But it's a very misused word. It's supposed to mean vagina, which I don't think works at all, because vaginas are so sweet. They're little pretty things with little flower petally lips and... I hear a piccolo in my head every time I see a vagina. <laughs> Even vagina's too harsh. For, they should be called like a There should be a butterfly fluttering around every vagina all the time. Just all the time. A little butterfly. Let me just ask a question. This is a popular comedian, right? He was allegedly. At one point, yeah. Yeah, okay. How do you look at something that pretty and say that's a cunt? That doesn't fit at all. Maybe if it was a gonna step on the candy store so faggot cunt every everybody has different words that offend them different things that they hear that they get offended by i to me the thing that offends me the most is every time that i hear the n-word not nigger by the way i mean the n-word literally whenever a white lady on cnn with nice hair says the n-word that's just white people getting away with saying nigger. That's all that is. They found a way to say nigger. N-word. It's bullshit, because when you say the N-word, you put the word nigger in the listener's head. That's what saying a word is. You say the N-word, and I go, oh, she means nigger. You're making me say it in my head. Why don't you fucking say it instead and take responsibility? What the shitty words you want to say? Just say it. Don't hide behind the first. Clapping like, mighty hard. Just, <laughs> say nigger, you stupid cunt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Somebody will kick my ass. I mean, all this shit goes on in my head. I don't. Okay, I don't want to play the whole thing. Um, I'm just going to go around real quick. Uh, I'll, I'll say I didn't find that offensive. I didn't find it funny either, but I don't, I'm not offended by it. But the only thing I can say about that is uh, I can see how that can be funny to people, right? Particularly if that word is so taboo to use and you're hearing it like that. It's okay. It makes it okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, I wanted to say, yeah. You know, so I get it. I can see how that can be funny. Uh, you know, it's one thing to me. You know, a comedian, you get the leeway <coughs> to talk talk crazy. As long as, like like you said, as long as it could be funny, it's relatable, stuff like that. Uh, you know, for me, it's just like, you know, him saying that like that, you know, laughing and stuff. Just be, you know, don't get these people hurt. That's my own thing, you know, because everyone is don't have the comedic timing or, you know, they're not funny. They don't have the storytelling skills. And you will fuck around and say these, some of these words. Again, there's certain people out here that those are trigger. These are trigger words. Fag is a trigger word. You know? So you just have to be careful. Like you get to playing these clips. And you got to be careful, cognizant of who you play these clips around. Right. Because 
you know, if I, I I say this, if I was at some place and white guys just playing this and and I walked in, I'd be tight. I'd be like, oh oh for, oh word. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, all right. That's how we getting down. You know, or if you was gay and it was like, back, huh? huh? <clears throat> and again, because we've allowed certain things to be funny and you know they don't they don't put a they don't they don't lamp him down or you know we like to be you got to be fair you know if they say it if you say it we got to be okay but like I said I know of certain people certain cultures they ain't gonna be saying them I, I don't know if he says goes into some other cultures jokes and stuff they just don't there's nothing funny about those so I get it but Q yeah what is, I, I heard you you laughing Q was this a funny or offensive to you. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. And I thought I thought there was a lot of truth in it too. I get those when people say the N word, I'm like, oh, come on, man, real seriously. And some new ca- some newscasters they they got away from saying they'll say um, racial slur instead of the N. It just sounds stupid. Right. Yeah, I can see. And that. I think that's what he is making a comment on. I, I people are getting offended just because he uses the N word. He actually says the word to to disparage the word. You can't even say the word to speak against the word. Mm, and I think right. that's ridiculous. It, yeah, it's I funny. Think that's, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't cut, mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I, understand, I see the point of it. Now, I skipped over the, the fag word. I didn't know how he was going to say that because there's no F. They don't say the F word. You just say faggot. So I don't know if he was going to how he comedically played that one out. But um, so you're not offended by this and you find it funny. Aunt Pooh, what about you? I just, again, I just find it really strange how people really want to bend over backwards to give comedians a pass to say offensive, racist, sexist, trans, homophobic bullshit. I said it, it's 2018. That shit is just not acceptable. If you cannot be funny by saying something that's, sexist, racist, homophobic, transphobic, makes fun of another person's culture, then your ass just never was funny. Well, let me have any of you guys watched the uh, Comedy Central roasts? Well, they have they have Patrice Neal on, they have Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I've seen some of them. They have Snoop. They had they say far more offensive things. Why is no one up in arms about that? They say far more offensive things than what you just heard here. Like what? I can't think of anything off the top of my head now, but I've seen them. And if you've never seen them, I suggest I would suggest you not watch them because okay. you would be completely offended. You would be okay, really. But you would be really well. I would agree. Some of the things they say the are very offensive. I think they say they're offensive on purpose because they're really going in on that particular person, right? Uh, well, again, I, the, I would question well, yeah, the question the, he's saying. Oh, so did can you be funny? Stuff? Can you be funny? There is some racist stuff in there. Yeah, can you be oh, funny God. without that stuff? I think is what he was asking. I would say a lot of these yeah. guys can't be, but that's just my opinion. But I don't understand why there's no uproar about that. <laughs> and they do that what every two three years they find someone to roast and like they'll roast someone that's sitting in the middle chair, but then two or three black. Professional, uh, who did like uh, there was another. They had a uh, Mike. What's his name? Mike Tyson was on there mm-hmm. once, and they had Mike and Snoop and uh, Patrice, and I can't think of the other. Oh, what's well, his name? Uh, well, uh, uh, Kevin Hart was on there. Well, and, actually, and all Q, kinds of shit. 
Well, actually, Q, there was a famous roast of Flavor Flav, and there were a number of sites and a number of people that said they were offended by some of the jokes being allowed at Flavor Flav that spoke to him being a crispity, crackly roach and all these other things that made fun of him being black and dark. So, yeah, there, there, there were. It was crazy. <laughs> Any, any, any more jokes you remember? Can I hear some more, please? What's some more fool. jokes? You're a fool. <laughs> he, he well, I mean, you, you asked why they weren't, and I'm telling you, no, actually, at the you, time, they you were. That joke. You remembered the joke, though, didn't you? Tell me some more. You got any okay. more? What is, what is your point I'm trying, you're trying to get at? I want to hear some of the jokes that you found offensive that you remember. Okay, that's not what I said. What I said was, well, actually, Q, when there was a roast of Flavor Flav and people found the jokes that they said that said toward Flavor Flav offensive, they did speak out against it, which was counter to your statement of why aren't people offended by some of the stuff being said? I'm telling you, I guess, they were. I, I guess they didn't have the same energy for all the roasts because you just you just found that one roast. So they should have the same energy. Well, again, again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Your point was, why didn't they? I'm telling you, right? And we don't know. I remember. We we don't know how many more because you you have to go back. None of us have uh, records in front of us or did the research to know. But you always ask me for receipts. But okay, but you just right. But you don't have the receipts either. That's what I'm saying. You have receipts. Did you know about this? (laughs) So neither one of us have these. I didn't know about that, but okay. I'm saying, why was it just that one? Why is it just well, that right. one? Again, so again, again, hold on. Hold the show. Hold the show. Hold the show. All right. Hold the show. I'm going to give both no, of no. y'all. Hold the show. We're going to give both of y'all credit for what you said. Uh, yeah, neither one of you know more than that either, because, again, you, we're all just bringing us up, and we're not going to do the. Well, what about the other 44? Or what about. Again, that, that would be Draxing it, right? Because. We're not speaking specific, <laughs> so so I get both of y'all get points on that. That's uh, funny. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, again, so Ricky, what's, is it? What's this guy's name? Louis C.K. Okay. So again, I personally, like I said, I have no problem with Louis C.K. I don't know his work, so I'm like can't, can't critique it. I, I I assume that's how they talk anyway, so I ain't surprised. No problem with me. My only thing was Chris Rock. <laughs> you know, I just felt like you could handle it a little better. Again, to me, it's a teachable moment. I'm not a I'm not talking about the you know, well we can be offensive. Again, everybody don't have to be offended offended by the same thing. Everybody ain't gotta be fighting the same battles. You do what you do. The other people some people can do four or five battles. You focus on whatever. Y'all get brownie points. My thing of it is it's a teachable moment of for us as men, whether it's a racist situation or whatever, when somebody's talking crazy, you don't always have to go along and, you know, I, I had to say shuck and jive a little bit because I can see he was uncomfortable. It, that's, and it can't, nobody can't tell me he wasn't uncomfortable by him saying just as Seinfeld, he was uncomfortable and he's like, you're not fucking my career off on this. You just have to be smart in whatever particular arena that you are in, how it plays out for you. You know, you don't always have to be super aggressive, but I would say, you know, speak up for yourself. 
Now, if you think it's no problem, then no worry about it. You go along to get along. It's funny. He didn't mean it. He good people. I can ride with that, too. That's cool. But I just feel like have some game about this. Some there's a reason why Seinfeld has some game about himself and was able to maneuver that position without being offensive, but to just kind of, eh, I'm a, you know, put the arm up, y'all, nah, not me, Playboy. So I I say have a little more game or decorum about how you get down in public situations, even if you don't have a problem with what that person said. Be cognizant of how that may play out, though. How does that benefit you when they're going to look at you? Again, there's a reason why everybody's talking about it on Twitter. It ain't because they ain't got better things to do or picking their battle. People are going to react how they react. When they see fuckery, they're going to jump on it. That's just how we all do. When, when the tape came out on Donald Trump, when nobody had no time to hear about we got bigger fish or that was old news or he didn't really mean that. You know, he was talking general. They they hung it. They wanted to hang his ass for that, as they should have. I mean, it was funny style conversation. Now, is there was there an agenda well, behind why that tape was put out? Probably. Is there an agenda why this is all of a sudden in the news? I would imagine so. This is the agenda behind everything. So that's not that ain't nothing new. Uh, what's new is how you gonna play it going forward. So that's my final word on it. Um, I already know what y'all think about it. So with that, we're going to move on uh, to another thing here. I don't have this in front of me, but Ampu, you were mentioning, uh, Lord help me. We're going to talk about Cardi B and Offset. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to get your take on uh, the current situation. So uh, just some backstory. Cardi B and Offset, they've been dating. Apparently they got married, uh, I would say, last October. And, you know, they've had a child since then, culture. I believe he was born, what, in August or September? And throughout that time, um, their relationship has been in the news or the tabloids because he's cheated on her multiple, multiple, multiple times. Uh, one girl actually got on uh, Instagram saying I'm one of his side chicks. Um, another girl said that he gave her syphilis. But plain and simple, it's not denied that he's cheated on Cardi B. So uh, about two weeks ago, Cardi B announced that she was divorcing him, that she they were breaking up, that you know they, they loved a the child. But essentially, she pretty much said, I'm tired of this nigga and, and the bullshit that he's doing. And uh, since then, you know, a lot of people... A lot of the women said, well, yeah, thank you. Finally, girl, you know, move on from that. You can do better. However, the reaction from Offset and more so in particular Offset's boys, the T.I.'s, um, I'm trying to think of some other guys that have went out on Instagram. Tyrese, he spoke out about it. And some other, yeah, yeah Tyrese. And some others, they've actually, in my opinion, have tried to shame and manipulate Cardi B to go back to Offset. They've put out uh, tweets and Instagram saying, you know, don't let these people get in your ears. This is a marriage. Work in your relationship, blah, blah, blah. Take him back. Um, he went on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter once and said, y'all won because of their relationship ending. He's saying, uh, I miss her. And it culminated, um, I think it was called the Real Soul Festival or Real, I'm not sure the name of it, uh, right, right. where she was the headliner. And at the end of her set, 
he came out on stage, clearly coordinated with her team and with the uh, the concert goers, where he had this thing saying, take me back, Cardi, publicly, essentially at her workplace. And now we find that they're out in, I think they're in the Dominican Republic and somewhere, uh, jet skiing. And I just wanted to get your you guys' opinion on it. Like, for me, I feel like this dude is hella foul. Not only... He's, been, he's publicly cheating on this woman, but then use, letting his boys speak on their relationship and pretty much pressure her to take him back. And I just feel like as a man, you should be better than that. You should do things a lot of bit. You should move better ways. I look at Jay-Z, who, you know, we now know years after the fact, he cheated on Beyonce. He cheated on Beyonce terribly with a number of different people. But he did, yeah. He said four forty four, and he did interviews talking about it. Okay, you know he his the type of stuff that he was putting Beyonce through. He went on record saying she's had miscarriages because of his fuckery. But we didn't know about it, and more so based on what he's saying and based on what Beyonce's saying, he did the work to earn their marriage back. And I'm just, just wanted to get you guys' opinion. How do y'all feel about the way this guy is doing going about this publicly, in my opinion, trying to manipulate her to take him back, and in my opinion, not checking his rap friends, his celebrity friends, speaking on this, and in my opinion, pressuring her to take him back? Uh... <laughs> I ha- I have an answer. You go first. No, Mike. you go ahead, man. You you got that. Um, well, I I, I love your response because my response is, if I, I wasn't going to take time to get all worked up about Louis C.K. using the N word with Chris Rock, I damn sure ain't got time. I'm not dealing with that foolishness in 2019. I don't give a damn. I ain't got nothing to say about that shit. Okay, that's I don't know why you seem so heated about it. It's not about their drama. It's about how heated about. I'm laughing. How how this man is handling in that situation. And as men, how do y'all look at the way he was pressuring and in my opinion manipulating the woman? Is that the way you should do this as a man? That's that's why I'm going right. to get you guys' well, opinion. I I'll say this, and I've seen some of these things that you're talking about, you know, you can't can't help but miss I can't help but see them on some of the platforms that I'm on I would say that personally I feel like the whole thing is a publicity stunt that's my opinion uh, in terms of them actually all this stuff is going on I feel like it's all done for at the end of the day all of this is being done to make more money and to keep the story and the drama being played out in the public to get you to sympathize and then get into the story, the low part, and then, you know, the happy at the end, they come back together and they do a tour and you want to keep buying their music. That's how I look at it, my cynical eye of looking at it. That to me is how it all play is all playing out. Going into the actual, you know, if I eliminate the celebrity part and just what, you know, what you're talking about, uh, you know, people are going to make mistakes you know, men and women and different things. So down on the surface level, I would say I wouldn't be mad if she got back together with him. If they got married, then that means they took vows and they agreed to go through hell and beyond to stay together. And they just had a child. 
Uh, so I'm not mad at that. I would, I would, I would rather that be the case. Uh, in terms of people pressuring them, and again, all I it's hard for me to have too much of comment because I just feel like it's all being done for publicity. Like for each of the people that's commenting on it, they're doing it for publicity. Because again, I don't know why you would even be commenting on somebody else's situation anyway. What wouldn't you just go holler at them, call Cardi or whoever? Why would you put it on? Instagram or whatever platform that to me is suspect unto itself. So again, it's all just publicity. I don't, you know, you don't, you don't really handle real business like that. You would go directly to the people you're talking to. You're not going to send a message to the ether. To, you, you mean, we don't do that when we talk to, if I want to talk to you about something in your life, I damn sure ain't going to put no post on Facebook. Yo aunt, what's going on with your family? <laughs> I'm going to call you. <laughs> because, well, I'm not going to put your business out there. And it ain't for everybody. So they have a reason why they're all doing this in publicity. That's the nature of the game right now is it has to all be played out for the people. In my opinion, they all doing this because they don't really have sustainable talent for it just be the music that speaks. They got to have the rest of the show. So when you bring up Jay-Z, Beyonce, one thing I notice about them is uh, the only times they probably talk about these things, they do it for publicity, right? It's on interviews. But from my understanding, neither one of them are on Twitter or Instagram. Now, they may have accounts, but I'd be damned to say I, how many times they actually tweet now. Like, they don't even get down with that. They're on a whole other echelon of stardom and business well, they don't ha they don't even have time to be going back and forth on social media telling you this that business. They just create product, put it out there for sale and get the paper. They don't really do a lot of any. I don't know. When is the last time Beyonce did an interview? Can't tell you. Right. When's the last time Jay's you know, I mean, very few and far between. They don't even be on that. They just their talent speaks enough. So that's why when I look at this situation. The Cardi and all that, they have to do this. You know, Cardi was on what the she came out, she started on a reality show, right? Love and Hip Hop, right? This yep. is her lane to play it all out in the public. So, I, so I, again, it's to me that she's just kind of doing what they do. Uh, I don't know how much of it is real or not. Sadly, probably a lot of it is real in terms of the cheating and all that. And it's a shame that they have to only put out the dysfunction in their lives and that's their story but that's a whole other podcast for me to go into that like why do our celebrities have to have the dysfunction be the storyline right why does Kanye's dysfunction be the storyline should just be his music so I can't really comment anymore on their situation because that's how I see it it just it's all for show even the foolishness is just for show I would imagine if they did have to have a storyline it would just be accomplishments sold this many records or tour sold out or we had a great show or they would be like trying to motivate their fans yo you can do it too um yeah another milestone you know it, for, for it to be all sort of foolery and fuckery that should tell you unto itself that you know we really probably shouldn't be giving them so much attention because if it ain't uplifting you know it's almost like we're just paying attention because it's well, man, my life ain't that bad like that. Look at they going. He's cheating. He got all these side chicks. Oh, man. Whew. 
whew, I'm glad I ain't got to go through that. I mean, that's the only reason we kind of pay attention to it. We we got to we we just we got to watch ourselves. Why are we giving out too much of this of our time? Because again, it's just dysfunction. It's not we can't grow with that. that and they're just making money off. That's my opinion. I don't know if that's what you wanted to hear, but that's how I see it. You know. Uh, but with that said, wish nothing but success, <laughs> Cardi B, or Offset. I may not be a fan of the music. I ain't a fan of the foolishness. But hey, I know they got a child, and I, I want them to win. You know, I want their kids to to be good and their family. So hopefully they can make it and they can tone down the. The, you know the foolishness let that let that be the, the lead story let it be because they doing good and not you know madness but i don't know man i, I do know one of the uh youtubers that i follow or i've been watching she's in a heated argument with cardi b cardi's talking about she's gonna sue her and it's getting <sighs> ugly and it's a, it's a shame because it's all just stories of foolishness and i hate that this sister has to use that as her come up you know on her platform because i think what she's doing or how she's gotten to this position is great but now it's just turned all into scandal type stories and you know once you get big you can't just be talk. you know before we could just be talking crazy about the celebrities that we like and you know think they're gonna never notice but they notice and they got time <laughs> so you coming into the limelight of these people and obviously they got way more resources and different things to try to get at people. So it's just, you know, we got to be careful about that going down that, that route. But anyway, uh, I thought she was going to bring up academics. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Hey man, <laughs> no, I, no, you I said one of your YouTube people's. I thought, you no, 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 not him. No, this is a, it's a sister. Uh, Tasha K. Shout out to Tasha K. She's she was on the come up, man, but it's it's going it's one of them it's kinda of like when you saw what Tommy was really about he's kinda of about to blow up, but then it just went ugly because it was just going at everybody. Now they're at that point where they're going at everybody. All the you know, the other sort of YouTubers that are slightly below them, they're going at them, going at the Cardi, the R. Kelly and and Kevin Hart's and they're getting their attention, but it's for the wrong reasons. And it's it's getting ugly, but you know, I guess we can just watch what not to do. Well, they say pride before the fall. So anyway, how you doing, Q? Oh, Q's Q turned his mic off. I guess so. Uh, I'm here. He was I'm like, here. "Damn, this Cardi B." <laughs> I, I honestly, no disrespect. I don't. I, I don't respect you. either one of them. I don't give a shit about either one of them. I feel Let them live their life. I, I don't want them. I don't want them to die. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want them to but die. <laughs> but other than that, I don't give a fuck about either one of them. <laughs> okay. I don't think either one have any talent. Don't care about either one of them. Mm. Let them work this shit out. As Michael Dean said, you can't be talented and make it that successful in that world. Sure. You, well, you know, minstrelsies does sell. You can be. They got a lot of successful minstrels out there. <laughs> Oh, they mean so, talented in being conish and I mean, you know. That's what I'm saying. The right. thing about I think the thing about Cardi B, from my opinion, her personality is the is the real star of it, right? Like like a lot of celebrities, right? The the magnetism that they project 
is what really attracts people to him. And I think that's what attracts people to her. I don't think it's the music per se. It's, it's who she is. So she could be successful in a lot of different things, even if the music is whack, right? Because of who she is as a person. <laughs> and I can see how, why there's a lot of uh, women that, gravitate to her who probably don't even listen to her music but i've heard people ah oh, i love i love cardi b and they don't and, and they don't acknowledge the music is trash they don't even listen to it and i'd be out question so you like the foolishness and they don't even see it that they just see that they can see i think they just see that oh, this is a young sister she's just being herself she don't give a damn you know that's what they like uh and what's funny what's funny is uh I don't know if you know that show uh, that uh, Zach Galifianakis does. It's a, is this a YouTube show or Funny or Die. He does a show on Funny or Die called Between Two Firms. And uh, he had Jerry Seinfeld on there on one episode. And Cardi B was this, was another guest, and Jerry acted like he was a fan of hers. I'm like, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> she's very popular. I mean, she's... I mean, I don't know if he was just doing that for the for the cameras, you know, for the, as an acting thing. But was it, oh, Cardi B's here. You <laughs> said Seinfeld was doing this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, you know what? I I don't doubt that he's playing it for the camera. He got a lot of game about him, so he seemed to know <laughs> who would be a good look for me to play like I like him. I would not be surprised if he was playing a role. The way he was acting on the, the clip with Chris Rock, you know, I would not be shocked. At I, see, I don't. I, 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 uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of his, and he he's he's just like Bill Maher. Now he he will say whatever he thinks, and he doesn't really give a fuck about anything. So I I don't think he plays any roles. I really don't. I I don't know I don't know much about. It. I just go by those. I can only go by them little clips. But you might be right. But I I tell you, he he know how to play. <laughs> he ain't stupid. I know that much. <laughs> he gonna be that successful and be dumb. Well, he said, I mean, he said some offensive things, too, that people would get offended about. Like, he got called out oh, five, six years ago about why mm -hmm. aren't there any black, why weren't there any black friends on Seinfeld? And he went to a whole, he went to a whole rant. Don't talk to me about that. That I don't think he said bullshit, but something equipped, the clean version of that. I don't even want to hear about that. Take that somewhere else. I'm not even going to deal with that. Get your own show or something like that, he said. Oh, so... So he said, fuck y'all, do your own shit. Put as many niggas you want on the wall, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, why should, oh go, ahead. Why, go ahead. Why should I be mad at that? Why should I be mad at it? It was his show. He does whatever he wants on his show. True but you don't. But you don't keep that same energy when you call out lack of diversity on other people's shows? Or the how... have the same energy? Nope. You saying... You're saying that there's some shows that I do talk about caring about not lack of diversity? No, I'm saying that you don't have there are shows that have a lack of diversity or treat mm -hmm. black people like shit that you called out. You you don't be saying, well, that's their show. Okay. You wanna tell me which show that was? It was one recent. You said uh well one oh you got on into the universe. They fin Miles Morales. Into the, the universe. Into the Spider-Verse? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. What did I say? You said they fend Miles Morales. Where was that? Well, it's their show. Let them do what they want with it. Well, how, how's that got to do with diversity? <laughs> I don't understand. You, you start with apples and oranges. What's that got to do with diversity? I figured you'd go there, yes. Okay. Because so, you, 
I'm saying the treatment of black people in certain shows you go off on. For example, let's say other let's say other entertainment properties. For example, into the universe and Star Wars, you don't like well, the fact that the black man got is uh, isn't getting the white chick. However, well, it, you're, what you're not saying is, well, you're not saying, well, that's their it's Star Wars is theirs. They can do what they want with it. But when it came to Seinfeld, you're like, well, it's his show. He can have blacks on it. He cannot have blacks on it. Let me let me let me make, let me simplify this for you. Had he chosen, and it would have been his choice, had he chosen to put a black person on Seinfeld and made that person look like a clown, then I would have a problem. But so a, you think Miles difference. was a clown? That's not simplifying. <laughs> I'm just curious. Did you, you think Miles looked like a clown in the movie? No. I said I simply said, and it was kind of jokingly, but I, there's some truth to it, that they treated him, it reminded me of how they did Finn, where he got stuck into, he got stuck in the friend zone because the woman he cared about was white. So you're so in other words, you're giving side for the past because no niggas on the show. Say so that again. You're giving side for the past because he put no niggas on the shows and embarrassed him. Well, the first thing, first thing is he has had black people on the show. A number of black people. They just weren't lead. They weren't lead cast members, and they were all treated as far as I can, I'm trying to remember. As far as I remember, I don't remember being offended. The only, actually, the only offensive thing about that show I recall really had nothing to do with the show, and that was Michael Richards' uh, rant uh, off the show on stage. Mm. That Seinfeld play caped for to get his reputation back. Well, that's his friend, and I would expect him to do no less. Wow. Got it. He didn't approve of what Michael Richards did. He just did what he could to get his reputation back. I'm not why necessarily mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, why would I be mad at that? I mean, how do you treat your friends? Damn. Your well, friends it, fuck up, you just write them off? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that says it all. Like, well, I would say it, it, de- it depends on what they did, too. I, you know, <laughs> like, what the hell? Somebody was on some child molestation shit. I'm not caping for I don't care what they said. But, but, I, but, I, but again, I'm not mad at Seinfeld for doing that. I don't think it worked because I think that dude was canceled after that. But I don't know. I don't keep up with him either way. Did Big Sexy just come on? He did, yes. Big Sexy, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, gentlemen. Just got back from a little shopping at uh, the lovely Costco. Okay, okay. Wait, now, wait, 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 wait. Costco? What, what's wait, Costco? Hey, so you can never talk to me about shopping at Men's Warehouse ever again? <laughs> huh? Well, let's see. I Apple buy suits orange? there, fool. I buy TVs, not suits. Apples and oranges. Apples. And Apples and you know Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Biscuits nah, and watermelon. Shit. <laughs> oh. You can't talk to me about Men's Warehouse ever again. Uh, yeah, I can, and yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, you kind of went over my head on that one, Q. I didn't catch the question. Well, we had a, we did a uh, show, a red shirts, where I was uh, big sexy attempted to tell me that Attempted. Men's Warehouse ain't ain't ain't, ain't, ain't shit. <laughs> wait, 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 huh? wait, wait, wait. If we're going to do this, let's do this properly. I didn't say it wasn't shit. I said we players just happen to dress custom style because I'm big sexy. Now, if you want to dress with the peons and the cheap suits, you you do you. Me, I can't do that. And you at, wait, are you at Costco buying 50-pound bags of Franks? Come on, man. Come on. I bought two TVs, man. Damn. Two TVs. Okay. How do I get down? Wait, wait. <laughs> 
<laughs> what kind of TVs were these gifts? Yeah, I got one for mom for her uh okay. her bedroom and you know, the boss talked me into a bigger one for our bedroom. I'm like, okay. What'd you end up getting? I got a couple of LGs. No, I mean like was it four Ks? Oh. What size? Come on now. Oh definitely four K. And they're both fifty five inches. Damn. All right. Like what would G, I guess. Um we have <laughs> been talking about of course we don't know already done you know, exhausted the Chris Rocks and all that. Now, have you had a chance to see the clip, Big Sexy? I saw the clip, and I saw the show when it aired, you know, oh. seven, eight years ago. Okay, so what was your take on this whole thing now? You know, um, I'm kind of in the camp, mindset-wise, of um, D.L. Hughley. These are comedians. You know, we're not watching, you know, Meet the Press or Face the Nation. These are comedians sitting around saying goofy shit. Now, granted, you know, I wouldn't call Rock a coon or all that nonsense, but he should have said, you know what, we're not, fellas, we're not going to get into all that shit here. Now, when Louis C.K. went out on his own and kept firing off, he should have said, hey, I ain't got nothing to do with it, and let him catch all that heat. But all of this discussion should have happened seven or eight years ago, too. You know, this trend of people catching heat for something they did you know, eons in the past is really tiring. Would you say the same thing about the Donald Trump tape? I would say the same thing about the Donald Trump tape to this extent. Wasn't that said like off air? True. Not really. He had on. Here we go. He had on a hot. He, <laughs> That's I'm, different. I'm just. I'm, I'm stating facts. He had a hot. He had a hot mic on. Was the camera red light in front of him saying we're on the air? No, that he was off well, the air. I, well, well, I can tell you from experience in shooting we some reality shows <laughs> that typically the cameraman, if he's worth, if he's worth anything, what I don't, I, so I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you do. Go wait, ahead. This that. wasn't a reality show, was it? What, what show was this? Or it, was, it wasn't it was reality a news show, it was wasn't it? Behind, it was it was uh, behind the scenes. I forget what it was. It wasn't a Inside news show. Hollywood, like, wasn't it? TV, Access, Access TV. TV. So that's, that's, you know, granted, it's a showbiz show, but it's still a news program. So he wasn't nice. on the air. <clears throat> this entertainment show. Entertainment news. So, But anyway, uh, any, Big Sexy, go ahead, please. I hadn't finished, but okay. <laughs> Again, you know, when people say uh, silly uh, shit air, then you can't hold them to the fire. Now, if he had said that, Live and in person when he's talking to AJ Hammer or whoever the host is, hey, you go get him. You go do what you do. You know, I have no problem with that. But when anybody, and it could be him, it could be anybody, I wasn't going to say Cosby, but I'm going to leave him alone. It could be anybody of any, you know, stature. When they say stupid shit, trying to be silly between them and someone else off air, no. No. Okay. Was it stupid? Yeah, it was stupid, but. No, it was not meant to be publicized either. It was not meant for uh, public dissemination. So, no. You're talking about the Trump thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, just curious. Uh, now, again, I guess the, the ultimate pass is because they're comedians. But if you were in a sitting around with some of your peers. What, a bunch of lawyers? I said peers. Oh, judges. Yeah. Did you say queers? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Lawyers, bud. I'm sorry. Lawyers. <laughs> Look at Mark, judges. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you were sitting around with some judges or people that you work with, right, and they were other races, what would you do if there was the joke being thrown like this? 
And you were the only black person in there. I could be the only one. I could be one of a million. The reaction is going to be the same. You know, whoever, first of all, and again, I think it's a little different for me because I'm enormous and people will not run the risk of getting me pissed off. But even, even said that, if someone did say that, I'll say, you know what, gentlemen, we need to take a break a moment. You, home skill, let me talk to you for a minute, man. Let them know that shit was foul, and if it happens again, we're going to have a problem. It's that simple. Hmm. Okay. And again, it all depends on the context. You know, because the way the comics were using it, you know, being silly shit. Now, if somebody came into a, a room where I am, and, man, some fucking nigga just hit my car. Oh, oh we, yeah, got, I mean, we got a problem. Come on. <laughs> that's, now we got a problem. Well, of course. But, I mean, that if was it was not, just... That was my point. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's common sense. I'm saying, like, if it was... I don't know if it would be a song that was playing, or maybe you were watching a movie, and it was a funny movie. It was Eddie Murphy or something. Or I don't know who, who says the N-word or whatever. And they were saying it, and then, you know, it sort of sparked a, you know, not necessarily offensive com- conversation, but they just... Yeah, you know, niggers. You're my nigger, Mark. Yo, you know, you're cool. I'm your nigger. You know. uh, no. <laughs> no. That will not be acceptable. Have, you know, a few drinks get to going, you know. You judge buddies. Yeah. <laughs> judge take a ass like anybody else. <laughs> What's that one clip with it? Uh, <laughs> well, they always say nigger. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> teachers. That was boondocks. <laughs> I mean, it was a real life thing. Like they spoke from. from. It's a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah I seen it. Too. Like, uh, what are we gonna do about that word? I tell you. But anyway, um, I, I know we. I know you guys are doing your thing, so I don't. We're not gonna keep it all long. But uh, any other things before we, ca- we cancel this off? Or are we done? Guess we done. Oh, uh, I, I saw a Bumblebee last week. Oh, I'm curious, real quick. What did you think? I forgot to mention that as well. Damn. How was it? I like it's it's the best Transformers movie ever. Okay. Which <laughs> ain't saying much. Um, in my opinion, they did two things that I didn't like. They 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 had to do that whole well. This happened in the first Transformers, and this is a prequel, so we got to do these things. So it explains why. Uh, Bumblebee doesn't have his voice and why Bumblebee looks like a Camaro. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, yeah, I didn't have to do that. Like, come on. We, we were adults. People are, are damn... We, we're pretty smart. Plus, on top of that, most people probably don't even remember that he didn't have his voice or that he was a Camaro or, or even care about it. But overall, I thought, like, uh, I think it was the first 10 minutes on Cybertron. Fucking awesome. They need to take our asses back to Cybertron. Um, the interplay with the with the girl and the the girl protagonist in the film, I thought it was okay. They didn't they didn't really do too much of the humans, although they once again had a high go seat with the Transformer again, which to me looks kind of stupid when once again the world is on the line. John Cena, I I want to root for him, but oh, <laughs> he's acting. <laughs> His acting is not that good in this film. And it should have been easy. He's playing a fucking soldier. It shouldn't be that hard to play it. But I guess you got to have talent to do these things. So I'd give it, yeah, I guess like 3.75 out of 5. It's, it's, it's better than the other Transformers. It's enjoyable. But, you know, that third act action sequence was just a little too long and a little paint by the numbers. Hmm. All right. I do want to see. But they have the generation 
one Transformers. So that's that had me. They had me right there, and they had them much throughout the film. I heard they look like they do from the, the cartoons or something. So, yeah. They do. Well, I, I had to. I marked out when uh, we got Soundwave, Shockwave, and Starscream on the screen. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, man, I'm supposed to be professional. Well, let me ask you guys this. Um, and as far as Transformers, I that came after my time, so I've never, I've only seen a cartoon a couple times, and none of the films. Just not my thing. Did you guys speak on the Chris Rock Vanity Fair cover? Is that new? I, th- I figured that was old. That's, that's pretty old. Oh, okay. Nah, I but I, but I took a look at it, and you know, like I said in the chat, to me, it looks like he's dressed as a rodeo clown. What's yeah. the cover? What, what what is it about the cover that's something controversial? Well, I wouldn't call it controversial. Maybe it's just um. You know, following up on the discussion. Somebody that's reaching would might say that he was kind of dressed as a pickaninny or something, maybe. But but I don't see that at all, actually. But I just think the timing of this clip and then somebody finding those pictures, somebody could run with that and be like, ah, see, Conan. (laughs) Now, also, um, again, if we're if we're rehashing, somebody stop me. But I remember back when the whole Ted Danson thing happened. Mm. Which was stupid. But he said Whoopi co-signed it and all that. Doesn't matter. It was a bad look, and it was in a room full of you know again, the Friars Club, a bunch of you know dirty comedians, whatever. But what really got my attention, Howard Stern. Okay, I, po- yeah. I posted that in there, and I never saw that before. But but I have to. I, I was shocked to see my man Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> That's not That's a good look. Wild, man. Sherman, yeah, somebody needs to play them a visit. Well, he's dead now, but <laughs> I'm like, do you need the money that bad? Because that's just, that's a bad look. Robin, I, I expect nothing from her because she's put up with a whole lot of shit and she's yeah. been there. But I'm just like, dude, first of all, this stuff is not funny. And man, come on. That's a bad look. Howard Stern is my Bill Maher. Are you serious? <laughs> so fuck y'all. Wow, Howard, that's my guy. Now I saw some clips today of Howard. Horrible. He was black. He's a number of occasions where he's been in blackface. Clown and heavy. It ain't even funny. But I love me some Howard. He don't give a damn. And I, I take, oh, I take all the ales. Yes. I'm tap dancing. I'm Yes, sir, boss. How? Because I know it's problematic. I was looking at it. I was just shaking my hands like, God damn it. What the hell? What, but, let me ask you, what do you think you like about him? What do I like about Howard? I used to listen yeah. to Howard religiously, maybe you know, maybe 10 years ago, his radio show. Uh, now, again, uh, as a host or you know, some talk host thing, I learned a lot from listening to him. I thought he was absolutely funny. Uh, so I, that's why I love him. I used to listen to it all the time, and I was, it was right at the time when he was uh, about to end his radio career and transition to Satellite, uh, and, I, and I really was listening to every show. So I love him that. It's, he talks crazy. Uh, yeah, he be on some offensive stuff, but I know, and I see I'm caping. I'm caping. I'm immediately caping for him. In my heart, I feel like because he was brought up around black folks and he was probably picked on a lot. Oh, my he God. Was, I, know, I told you I'm caping. 
tell him shame and I'm caving because he says he was you know was in a black neighborhood when he grew up and he was the outcast I can see how he like took in all of that and he thinks it's funny uh and I give him a, I give him a pass for it, uh, but I but I acknowledge that some of his humor is very problematic, not just racist, but there's sex sexist stuff. He used to have chicks in there stripping, doing all kind of wild crazy stuff. But he's an old school. He would not be acceptable today. I don't even know if he still does his show today. I have no idea. He does. Oh, he does. He does. Interesting. But I am a fan of it because it was a. I don't give. Hey, go ahead, get play it. Turn it up, boss. <laughs> turn it up. I don't see nothing wrong with Howard Stern. He good white folk. See, y'all niggas don't understand humor. <laughs> Hilarious. So wrong. So wrong. Hey, hey I, he got me. He got me. I ain't mad at him. He said he grew up around. Yeah, but I was. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I, I think Howard Stern is like the dirty Harry of comedy because Howard, you know, he gets everybody. No one is safe around Howard. And if that's going to be your premise, I'm okay with that. He's and like, that's the exact same. No. That's the exact thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Torino, man. You know, he gets everybody. And I and I love his movie too. I just the way it all came up, I I, I dig him. But again, I acknowledge that he's problematic. I ain't lying. And I, I'll take my Coon Award. I take my Coon Award. I accept that Coon Award. So it's all good. Bill Murray. I, I just I, get everybody. I gotta put why why does uh, Bill Murray not get a pass then? Because Bill Murray doesn't get everybody, man. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He, he gets Democrats, he gets Republicans, he gets conservatives, he gets liberals, he gets whites, he gets blacks, he gets Jews. So do you Are admit you that it? he's problematic? Of course I admit that saying the N-word on live TV is problematic. Do you admit that? Do you admit that? I said that about, oh, oh, said that oh, about oh. Louis C.K. Oh, okay, all right. So you you accept the coon war too? Louis, Louis C.K. ain't funny. <laughs> well, I don't think he's a coon. <laughs> That's different. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think I don't think Marsha Coon. No, no, I said you. No, I I'm think... not like you can say you on your own with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mar got sideways with me. We all know why, because that's Stanley bullshit. He was out yeah. there trolling, man, and fuck that. He was hating. Now, if Howard did that, I'd have got him too. Yeah, that was that's a he's a hater. That, that's totally different. That's hating. Yeah, that's I don't bullshit. see tr- Howard's not a hater. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Well, you know, uh, and that's the the world we live in. Uh, them old clips, they're gonna get new life. <laughs> I, do, I I don't understand that, man. I really don't. Well, you know, the thing is, all of it is probably an agenda, and I don't know. Maybe there's something going on with Chris Rock behind the scenes, and somebody said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna pull the trigger on this." And you're like, "Fine, you ain't gonna push me in the back and put me in no corner." Uh, okay. I mean, it could be anything. Shit, we even heard that the the Russians was was playing black folks for the votes, right? So there's all kind of agendas and stuff going on online. But that's why I say, well, that's the time we live in, man. A lot of these old clips and different things, people going to play them. They're going to use the you know, social media muscle and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to sway it this way. Let's push this on. Push it on out there. And people are too quick to overreact, man. Yeah, sure. I saw someone uh, mention that, oh, I guess next is going to be Eddie Murphy. I'm like, 
Yeah, I knew back then with Eddie Murphy saying with some fucked up shit. I'm not saying stop his bag just now. Give him the chance to apologize for that shit because I haven't seen him apologize for it. But I'm like, stop acting. That's the thing that's that's the thing that's really bothering me. All these people, y'all acting like the shit that was said in the past was okay to say. I knew at age ten that when. Eddie Murphy got on top of the car, t- t- said it, there was a faggot on top of the car. Going, woo, 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 woo. I knew then. Damn, that's funny, but that's fucked up. LG- LGBT uh, <sighs> censorship committee is like, they looking at Mark. Like, he laughing real hard. You know, look, <laughs> I laughed then, and when it came out, I was 19, 20. It, was it funny? Yes. Mm. But you go to any stand-up comic, anybody, double down, and they will say something offensive to someone. <laughs> That's just the way it is. And again, it is not malicious. He, you know, again, I'm going to quote Eddie Murphy, quoting Richard Pryor. Do people laugh when you say what you say? Do you get pain when you say what you say? Never coke and smile and shut the fuck up. Okay, <laughs> damn. <laughs> it's not that heavy. Uh, now, granted, times change, obviously, and that set now problematic. Couldn't do that nowadays. Man, I, I see but how you have to look at it in the in the lens of when it was created. I see how old white men feel now, boy. We used to say nigger, and all, now you can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not we getting that we getting that energy, huh? But that's all right. Now, um, one more more thing. <laughs> <laughs> they just hit you on that. that one just hit you huh Q did you guys oh, listen yeah. we were talking podcast yesterday and you know particularly Questlove I listened to his interview with Ray Parker whoa required listening really okay really Ray was that dude I'm gonna tell you something we could actually get Ray Parker on the show we should Hands down, we should get Ray. That was that was uh, put put to me. Uh, I was like, yeah. You, it was like you I should come out to L.A. We can go to Ray's house. Let's do it. I'll, I'll give you one snippet. Remember how and we're all Prince heads here, which is great. And Prince got his first production solo on his first album. Mm-hmm. So did Ray a year before that. Interesting. You know, Ray is that dude. I mean, a lot of his his soul stuff is you know whatever, but behind the scenes, as a writer, producer, and a session dude, he's that guy. Okay, okay. All right, well, man, let's let's wrap. I, I oh, got a question. Go ahead. I do have. A, uh, has anyone checked out Ice Cube's new album? Yes, I was trying to put some people up onto that. Uh, have you heard it? It's on title and it's it's must listen. It's a must listen for me. Oh, I have so I haven't heard it yet. No. Okay. Well, you did check out that spoken word thing I sent. Yeah, I put in there. A couple oh of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of the songs. Cube, yeah. Cube is my dude, man. I'm gonna tell you, he. I haven't heard the whole thing, but the couple of songs that I have heard. I I wish this becomes more popular because Cube, he's still Cube on this, and he's going in. Like he's not. I mean, and, and and that means sometimes he may have to go in on his own people, so-called own people. And I love it, man. It's the, the, my favorite song. I, I think I played it a couple weeks ago. Well, he's going in on all the drug dealing and trap house and all that. 
it's 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 so good to hear an older cube have that same venom that he had back in the days. But you know he's he ain't pulling no punches. And like I said, he got the song about the alt right and, and all that and the president and stuff. It's some good shit, man. I'll be surprised that there's not one Bill Maher reference on that album. Mm, it might it might be. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he's he's good. now he got that one song uh with the new Funkadelic. And he, he I think he did that on one of those late night shows. That shit was jamming. Oh, oh, I think I saw a clip of that. Yeah. Yeah. So Cube doing his thing, man. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh everything's corrupt. How much you think how much you think he's worth? How much Ice Cube? he's worth? Yeah, we're just talking like four hundred, five hundred million. I wouldn't know. More, I mean, I'm sure he's good. <laughs> I don't know. I have no yeah, idea though. With that, yeah, I wouldn't go that high. I'm sure he's doing okay. How long did he keep his curl for? Mister <laughs> <you> <laughs> Tyson, well, he cut his curl. <laughs> he cut his curl early because that was the yeah. second album. Oh yeah, yeah, you and clown, yeah. <laughs> I ain't mad. Shit. Like they always say. <laughs> well, looking at it, for whatever you take, if you type in his net worth, it says 140 million. I don't know how they come. All right, good for him. Hell yeah. But Dre, Dre, Dre's like a bill. Is he a billionaire now with the Beats thing with Apple? Close. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. But you know who is the top celebrity? Terms Your boy, Lucas. That's right, George Lucas. Oh, well, okay. I thought we were talking about hip hop. Because uh, Lucas is looking down at Oprah. That's that's when you know. It, it, <laughs> I think so it much. goes Luke, Lucas and then Spielberg. They said, Lucas. They I thought it was Lucas and Oprah. Nah, Oprah's. I don't. I don't think Oprah's up there. Not now. Mm. Yeah, them them boys still <laughs> bagging it up. <laughs> that's not saying you still don't want to get Oprah knocked up. Oh, but hey, you know, shoot. ain't no way you can knock her up at this point. Come on, man. Well, Stedman, Stedman's still like, can, can you let me in? Damn, what I got to do? Look, Stedman knows his lane and is good where he is. Believe me. I don't know if he's hitting that, though. I don't I don't think Shh. they are a couple anymore. Whether he is or not, he's, he's getting the bag. Yeah, yeah he, he's good. <laughs> why, why, why are you thinking why, how, from her? Yeah. It's why, not even about he, the money. She about the, it's the influence. Apparently, he's hitting it right. He's hitting it right, and he's got that influence from being with her. She like, don't okay. never, never mention that Negro's name. Okay, why you, okay, here's the thing. Why are you mad about it? It's Stephanie. I'm not mad about anything. You know, wait, you can talk about Cardi B and oh, what's hell, her name? No, no, what I'm saying. I, I can't talk about no, no, two no, what I'm saying is, No, what I'm saying is. No, what I'm saying is. Why are you mad about his name ain't being out there? He ain't hitting it, right? Stemming ain't out there saying, man, Oprah, why you take me back, Oprah? Oprah, why you ain't well, letting me in the house? <laughs> why are you saying I'm mad? Do I sound mad to you? Why are you being oh. Drax? You know that's a euphemism. Well, now that we're on the subject, let's just we're, we're going to do the top 10 real quick. This is the, the celebrities' top 10 wealthiest, starting at number nine. It was a tie for number nine. So, uh, Tiger Woods and the author James what? Patterson at eight hundred million. Tiger Woods is on the list. Tiger's what? bagging yes. him up, baby. He's <laughs> so got probably mad endorsements. 
Thank you. You smoking, Q. He the, the top one of the top golfers in the world, man. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. If Tiger on that list, is R. Kelly got a shot. And I'm just saying. Hell How nah. you figure that? R. Kelly what? ain't got no endorsement. Only Q will go to R. Kelly. But no, he ain't on the list. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then shout out to James Patterson, man. Like, damn. Writing them books. Prolific author. Somebody's man. writing them books. I, I don't actually think he writes them. But neither here nor there. Uh, number eight, Diddy. At 825 million. Go ahead, Ciroc. Do your thing, man. Here's the one that threw me. Number seven is David Copperfield. That threw a lot of people. 875 million. Them Vegas residencies are no joke. I guess not. 870 million? 75 million to be exact. Copperfield's that dude, man, in that field. Does Does he do shows still? He does. I bet he gets a grip and a half. I thought, got, I thought he got caught up on I'm some. I'm sure a lot of it is stuff. investments in other businesses. He's quietly clocking bank, and yes, he is doing shows because I can see. I look. I just search his name, and this is David Copperfield, Las Vegas, tickets for sale. So he's quietly getting his bag. I don't know what. why. If you got eight hundred seventy million, why are you doing? Shows in Vegas. I'm going. That's how he's getting that money. That's, that's how he does his thing, man. <laughs> I mean, those are probably easy to day. He, he's probably lives there and for that for whatever his little season is. He ain't got to go out nowhere. They probably paying him regardless of tickets selling, anyways. Bagging them up. But yeah, shout out David Copperfield. Number five is a tie. Jay Z. Yes. And Kylie Jenner. Nine hundred million. I, you know what? Kylie see, ain't shit, but she getting 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 her money. How is she getting her? <laughs> her, be her, mad. her business. She, does, she has that she, lipstick. That's right. She's about her business, man. Don't be mad. Wow. Hey, I, I saw I saw this somewhere. Somebody said that uh, Jay Z and Kylie Jenner are tied at eight hundred million dollars. Jay Z is a forty-one year old rapper with all these business and. Kylie's 21 year old and uh, had and sold some lipstick. That tells you all you need to know about white privilege. I was like, damn. Well, <laughs> hey. It tells me that she's going to have generational wealth. Yep. She's chilling. <laughs> I don't know. Her family's proud and happy. So I ain't mad at her. Do your thing, young girl. You know, take advantage of it. And now, isn't she related to Kardashians or no? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah she's one of them. Yeah. See that's how man, how that all that morphs together. I, I ain't mad at them, man. They get they get money. Is she the one that did that Pepsi commercial that got into some trouble? No, I think it's the other one. Mm. All right, number four, Michael Jordan, one point seven billion. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you think your shoe still ain't selling? Please. MJ <clears throat> one point seven billion dollars. Mm. He's but- and has my man sold a, has has my man sold one of them five hundred dollars sneakers yet? Talking about uh my guy, I think they was yeah they always they were they were selling out of those shoes. Okay. He sold four yeah he sold four million dollars worth of merchandise. Yeah. What? Don't hate. Yes. Damn. Okay, man. Got the game. That's probably why he's been so quiet lately. That's right. <laughs> to get his money. He ain't gonna be out here. Uh, okay, number th- so the rest of them. Number three, Oprah, two point eight billion. Mm. Uh, number two, Steven Spielberg at three point seven billion, and then boss George Lucas at five point four billion. Dang. Disney still got it. He got it. They got to still buying that from him. 
True. He's, he's still got robbed. At five billion, he still got robbed. Well, he willingly took it, so it wasn't like they had to force him. He, he. I mean, he's probably like, I don't want to do. Shit. In, yeah, man. I don't yeah. even want to do nothing. I'm gonna be good. Now you know what's funny is his wife, Melanie Hobson. She does. Uh, I don't know what her title is, but she does like uh, Wall Street. She's a Wall Street correspondent for CBS this morning, and I'm like. If I, if I was, I'd be like, "Fuck y'all, motherfuckers! I'm, I'm in Tahiti. <laughs> Call me." Maybe she wants to work. You know? Yeah. And that's the difference between billionaire level thinking and non-billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. But shout out to those people. And uh, I'm gonna do a whole podcast. I've been putting together a podcast. I'm gonna talk about. I'm, I'm calling it the. The particular episode, especially the, the George Lucas method, but it really is a method that a lot of these cats use. And it's really like if you look at George Lucas, you know, if you really go break down the original Star Wars, you know, his original ideas and the stuff he wrote and even what he shot was essentially trash. You know, it was pretty bad, um, but it's because he surround himself right with all of these talented individuals who were good at what they do. And they could actually add to what he was doing, and they were all had a singular vision. You know what I'm saying? That's what made Star Wars great. It was all these other people who was able to touch it too, and you know he sort of gave everybody um, an opportunity. You know he came with the vision and an idea in a raw form, and then he assembled. You know, all of these heads of their particular things to contribute to it. So, you know, like, you know, there's always that story when he had the first cut done. Right. And he showed it to Spielberg, uh, I think Francis Ford Coppola, um, some of the other top guys that were his peers. And they was like, yo, this is trash. Like, I can't even follow what's going on, on the screen. Yo, let you what you should do is you should have a thing at the beginning, you know, uh, where it, the words come and tells you what's going on, this and that and the third. And that was that was how he was able to shape, you know what I'm saying, that movie to get it to be what it was. You know, his his uh first wife, she the one who saw it and was like, Yo, let me edit. Let me let me can can I edit this for you? Because I think I can do it better. And you know, she pulled scenes from different places in the movie and chopped it up to what we saw today. So it wasn't just George Lucas, it was the George Lucas method where it's like you assemble your team of people that you let them be great at what they do. You supply the vision, right? And then all of it coming. So they all work into the same thing. Again, you could say the same thing over Prince. Yeah, Prince was talented as fuck and did his thing. But he was good too because he had people around him that could sort of maybe challenge his talent or maybe inspire him to do greater. And they were all made it dope you know andre simone or, or the revolution uh wendy and lisa eric lees it was all these people that sort of contributed to his pot that made it even better and so it's, so that's why I, you know i want to tell people that to say yo whatever you're trying to do you got to make sure that you surround yourself with dope ass people that all working toward one thing everyone can be great in their own field you know what i'm saying and put put it forward and you always got to give and i think i mentioned this Yesterday on the Prince podcast, uh, Mark, you was there. You always had to have that point of reference, right? Like, oh, what, yes. what's the point, <clears throat> the high point of reference that we can 
measure the bar against so that we know how to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Lucas and them was trying. His point of reference was certain movies. But then again, when you look at Lucas, when he stopped doing that and he just became all powerful, his movies were trash again, right? <laughs> The sequel, the prequel. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> well, nobody can't have. tell you. Yeah, you can't. They can't tell you nothing no more. And your word is the last word. And you don't. You're not listening to the heads of the departments. And you. Ah, this is how I'm gonna do it. Then it becomes trash. And I'm not saying the prince become trash, but I'm just saying like, you gotta have these things. And when I say the point of reference part would be in terms of a prince, in my opinion, his point of reference coming up was Stevie, Santana, Sly. And then, you know, later it became Rick James, <clears throat> Gap Band, Zap, you know, his contemporaries. But you had to make them niggas was dope as hell. So you can't come with no bullshit. The point of reference was, oh, I got I to gotta rise to the occasion. And, of course, Michael Jackson. Oh, you're you going to have to rise to the occasion because Mike ain't playing. <laughs> He's the point of reference. This shit is dope. But once Prince goes to the point where he done passed all of the people, who is his point of reference? R. Kelly. <laughs> I'll be sure. Uh, I'll be sure. Two, two live crew. You know, some other rap groups. <laughs> and then it's kind of like, and then himself, right? Himself. So who has he got to be better than? Nobody. So I ain't got to be, you know, so it sort of stunts the, the measuring stick a little bit. And that's what I think. And then you look at, Rap today. Who's they measuring stick? Nobody. So it's trash. Oh, it is. <laughs> they ain't got no. Me- and then you got the R&B. Their measuring stick should be Teddy. New edition. Jodeci. Bobby. But instead, nigga, I'm better than them niggas. <laughs> I'm the king of r <laughs> I don't even. They're they're trash. (laughs) They ain't no good. I don't need to be the king of R and B, and you sound that off key. Come on, bro. See, that's the thing. When we take away points of reference (laughs) and the bar, when you eliminate the bar, and then you can just be famous just for being famous, and then you put no. There's no point of reference. The point of reference is, uh, you know, uh, what's my girl's name from the the, the, uh, Flavor of Love show? Yeah, you're talking about New York. And I'm going to tell you, that's the point of reference because they're measuring themselves on being a clown on TV, not being Uh talented. So the point of reference is that 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 real life celebrity reality star from this episode or the reality star from Love and Hip Hop. That that's their point of reference or Stevie J, you know, from Love and Hip. It ain't the talent motherfuckers. It's that. So that's why all of these cats, all this stuff plays out on Instagram. It's not about the music. The it's about the foolishness and the storyline. That's that's their point of reference. It ain't the point of reference is not Charlie Wilson or or Mariah or Whitney. There no there are no singers because they ain't got no. That's not the point of reference of the game no more. But is I'm gonna go Flavor all into Love that. Still on? Who Flavor? No no no, it's not. But it was one of the original oh. ones that were you could really trace back to. That's where the foolishness started <laughs> in reality. That's not the first reality show. But it is where the foolishness started that is prevalent to this day. Uh, I, not a, don't put it on the black folk. No, no, no. Which one? Not going to let was? you do that. Oh, real world. Real world. Real world was not foolishness. Get the fuck out of here. The original real world was not foolishness. The very first one. No. The first it, couple it, were it not foolishness. 
it progressed it, it, it went down real quickly before <laughs> flavor of love not not to the level it wasn't black man, there was a dude that slapped the shit out of a white girl come on man really which one yes I, I, I didn't watch it so i don't know maybe you might be it right. was in seattle too mike oh oh you know i vaguely, wait a minute, wait a minute. I vaguely remember that was, but but i was a cooning on the show who slapped a white? Was that Kevin? Was it Kevin Powell? No, 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 no. But that was classic. Kevin and Becky in that uh, argument. The, 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 the girl black. called him gay on the last season or the last episode of the season, and he's like, "What?" And he was like shocked for a minute. Then he ran down and chased her car, reached in there, I and he slapped her. But I mean, it wasn't like he yo pimp slapped or anything like that. But he did slap her. Wow! If they had the internet her. now and that happened. Oh, Woo. he'd be done. Well, never heard of him since, so you know. <laughs> I just remember Real World. The first season was was a mind blow, mind buster, head buster. And then they had the one in San Francisco with uh, Pedro, mm-hmm. and I, I think that changed the whole topic of AIDS in this country. Uh, I don't think they were about bullshit. That show was about bullshit at all. And then after that, <laughs> and again, you know, you saw that that season. You did have Pedro, and you also had that idiot Puck. Yeah, but he wasn't. Yeah. Cl- he wasn't cooning. No, he wasn't cooning. No. Damn. They, no. He was acting a fool, but he was. You know, it's just that wild white boy. That's they always had. Like that. I said, don't put it on black people. Real world star. Hey, I, it's not on black people. It's on VH1. They realized where the money was. Now I put it on uh, whatever that chick's name and flavor flavor to go along with it. They didn't have to go out like that. And all these shows are bullshit. That love and hip hop and. I don't know why Nene Leakes is popular. What has she ever done? Well, it's her personality. Get the bag. Yeah, she's (laughs) personality. That's what she plays into that, you know, I'm not going to say mad black woman, but that sassy, you know, that's, that's, that's what it is, man. And I, and I say all that, I haven't really watched it, but I like (laughs) loving hip hop and it's foolishness. I I, I am part of the problem. And a matter of fact, I'll tell you how ratchet and foolishness I am. I actually watched one and a half episodes of Real Side Chicks oh, of Lord. South Carolina. <laughs> Stop it. You ain't no damn one and a half. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I, let me find the name. I, got, I'll make sure, I, I admit to my foolishness. Let me get, let me get my notes. I'm gonna get my notes out real quick. Yes, please. The wow. yeah, here the real side chicks. The of real side chicks. <laughs> it's on uh, YouTube. They're up to episode four now. Admittedly, I've only watched. I definitely watched the first episode. I've watched half of the second one. That is one of the most. I, I feel bad. I, I I literally am taking five steps back watching this show. It is, it is a complete mess. Uh, but I don't know why I watched it. I was just—I started watching. And I was like, "Man, this is like crack! Like this is so much foolishness." I'm glad my life isn't like this. But yeah, I'm—I hey, I'm part of the problem. Part of the problem. The real side. That—the that, fact that that's a show—it's just so fascinating to me. I'm like, Whoo. Oh, man. And it's the production quality. You be damn thinking it is on some VHS. I mean, I don't know who's funding this or how, but. There. How are you gonna be a side chick and be on TV? That's kind of hey man, you know, they... negates the purpose. Well, if they're not exposing the dude, well, I some of them so. they are. Oh, this, man. I, this, this is beyond ratchet. This dirty gut bucket. 
bottom bitches. Bucket. All right, Louis C.K. Hey. <laughs> hey, we ain't. And the thing is, as far as I know, this is produced by us. So, yeah, it is. I, I watch it, so I can't clown. I'm, I'm part of the problem. Wow. <laughs> I got to go to uh, how they have AA. I got to go to Ratchet A or something. R A Ratchets Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn shame. The real side chicks of of Charlotte. It's a shame that I watched that. That's a damn shame. That's wild, bro. <laughs> anyway, what did they say? Uh, uh, Aunt, is this your king? This is your king. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about work. you gotta work like a job. And have a you gotta have a reference point. And I'm a, I'm here watching the real side chicks in Charlotte. Um, you learning how not to do it so you can improve the game. <laughs> there you go. I'm watching it so you don't have to. Anyway, uh, That's, you know, going back to Star Wars, right quick uh, with that team around Lucas. So then it's very possible that with the, with the beginning, someone said, "Look, man, why don't you take the the scroll that they did in Citizen Kane and use that." I want to say it was it was one of these big time directors that suggested it. I'd, I'd have to go look at it again. But it was Wasn't it, it was probably like Francis or yeah, one of those uh, cats that said, "Yo, this is what you got to do, man." Yeah, it probably and that's makes sense for him to reference uh, that movie. Say it again, Q. I'm saying it's probably Coppola or Spielberg. Okay, yeah, yep, yeah. So I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I always am amazed at. You know how he was able to create that thing, but it was a group of people. You know, the the the, the effects guys. You know, that's their their job was to. He had a warehouse for him and said, "Y'all, this is what I need. You guys figure it out, man. You know, and here's the timetable. You know, and those dudes come up with something that changes the game, right? Like all of these people put put it in and made. And it that is good. not easy to uh, put together a team like that, man. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's it's probably I won't say once in a lifetime, but it's. It's not something that, you know, it's definitely not easy. And again, all those people go on to be greats, right? Tops of field and what they do. What's his name? Ben Burt, the sound dude, you know, all of these cats, the producers, the special effects dudes. Didn't he uh, originally have Pixar was a part of this thing and sold that off? I mean, he just had, he was surrounded by all of this stuff. You know, so he could be great. You know, again, look at Empire Strikes Back. He didn't direct that. He went and got his old film school teacher. Said, Yo, man, bring what you bring to this. This is what I wanted. This is the story. And da da da. Okay, because I I would imagine if he would have directed that movie, probably would have been on some bullshit. <laughs> but he was smart. I mean, you say that, but I still Star Wars is still my number one in the series. I've moved into Empire. I ain't ahead. mad at that. Classic movies. All right, we got to wrap this up. I've been going, I went way long, and I appreciate you guys coming on here so close to Christmas and with your family during this time to chop it up. Big sexy, where can they find you online? Well, <clears throat> I can be found at Facebook, Mark Wiggins, Instagram, Mark Wiggins 2, and Twitter, WSE Mark. All right, Aunt Pooh. Find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Apple and happy holidays, everyone. Cute storm. Well, before I answer that question, I just want to say, and this has no reference to anything, but I want to say it anyway. Um, 
They just released a trailer. I don't know. I think it's a mock trailer for Die Hard, where they position it as a Christmas movie. So I want to say, I want to say, Sean, to our beloved uh, lost friend, uh, fallen friend, Sean, you were right. Uh, you can find me at uh, realqstorm.com. <laughs> I'm gonna. What's so funny? Hello. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> that, that father's voice and, 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 is something funny <laughs> anyway no because the um, mic went out I thought nope my bad it was on my end it went out. I was like damn they shut you down so I started laughing okay uh, you can find me at real <laughs> oh lord you can find me at realqstorm.com I'm putting up a review of Aquaman that should be up by tomorrow you can find me at my new website L W A G A R M S L W A G arms.com if you're into firearms and the Second Amendment. And you can find me, if you're a Star Trek fan, you can find me and Big Sexy on the red shirts on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and what was the other one, Big Sexy? Twitter. Find us on Twitter. All right. And special shout out to. Uh... A listener, and now I'd say a peer to my guy, Sean Christopher. He has taken his first step into a larger world. He has uh, started doing his oh, yeah. reviews on YouTube. Yeah, and so sal- salute to you, sir. I saw a couple of them. He's coming along. So you know, right. we got to keep pushing him forward. Yeah, man. So that's that's cool, man. Um, but anyway, hey, we're going to get wait, out wait, 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 wait. Before you work like a job, let me go ahead and just be un-PC. Damn that. Merry Christmas, y'all. Oh, I'm not with the Happy Holidays. I'm saying Merry Christmas. I'm old. All right. Okay. Well, you know, wait, wait. There might be some. There might be some Jew men out there that might have a problem with that big sexy. Oh, we got okay. Jokey jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think he. Under, I think he wasn't around before that, so he probably. You no, know, he wasn't. But you know, <laughs> I threw it out there. It's a joke. You know, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we're. I'm well, in you the room say they, they gotta be funny. That's the. <laughs> I'm in. A, I'm in a room with three other comedians. Well, two other. <laughs> Let me stop. It's, it it got to be funny. <laughs> it, it made me laugh. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're up there on stage and you're the only one laughing, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> but hey, I, it worked I, for Larry David. I respect it. Worked for Larry David. He got eight hundred million dollars in the bank. And nigga, you ain't Larry David. But I respect. <laughs> <laughs> I respect the effort. <laughs> but with that. We're going to say work it like a job. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you next time. Peace. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, here you go. You couldn't do Kwanzaa, huh? You You niggas kill me. I'm going to keep it real. Don't nobody celebrate Kwanzaa. Wow. You celebrate Hanukkah, huh? Okay. Knock it off. (laughs) Okay, CKQ. I'm (laughs) I barely celebrate Christmas. I barely celebrate Christmas. Get out of here. (laughs) 